4: What a wonderful super wild card weekend. Defensive touchdowns, crazy comebacks, and it's not over yet. Hi there everybody, welcome into Undisputed on this Monday. I'm Jen Hale, that is Skip Bayless, and Shannon Sharp. Hi guys, how
2: are we today? We're doing great. Happy MLK Same Day to, you, to everyone sir. out there. What yeah. you enjoying? We had to come to work today. We're at home. No, we got to come to work oh, we got oh, to, yeah. to come to work. Yeah, okay, yeah. to that's to how work. we look at it. We look at it. We and got by to come the way, it,
1: it has always enhanced the celebration of MLK Day. Yes. The NBA has gone a nine-game wall-to-wall showcase. But tonight, for the first time ever, we cap it off with... go. A GOAT game. We got Cowboys at nah, i don't you, see, there yeah. you go.
2: You ruined it. There we LeBron go. played yeah. the, the Rockets really tonight. Really that's that. the GOAT. You, you see know, it last night? I, I we didn't him. win, but you, did you see him? I, I couldn't see him at the end because he <laughs> didn't get to touch the, the basketball. I don't know what happened. I know you killed <laughs> yeah, Russ there. Yeah. What you tweet? We'll talk about <laughs> it. <seeing laughs> I know you did something. Unfortunately, they're becoming irrelevant. No, no, no. no that no. never happened. Okay. That rug is still out there, right? It's still Okay, right so we're right very irrelevant. He's getting there fast. You
4: man. see that? Woo! Did I? <laughs> Gentlemen, I'm going to get to your thoughts on MLK Day just a little bit later in the show, but I got to start with these games from yesterday because they were incredible Saturday and Sunday. All right, to the Vikings, upset yesterday by the G-Men. 31-24, Minnesota had the ball with under two minutes left. Kirk Cousins, though, could not convert a fourth down attempt, completing a pass short of the line to T.J. Hawkinson. Shannon, what is the biggest reason the Giants won?
2: Daniel Jones looked like a top-five quarterback. He looked like the quarterback they selected with the fifth overall pick, and a lot of people questioned that selection. But since that Brian Dayball, (laughs) excuse me, Has arrived, Skip. He's been phenomenal. He's played very, very well. And yesterday, Skip, I I think the thing, you know, they have these stats yard over what was expected. What about play over what was expected? I don't think anybody expected Daniel Jones to play this well. When you look at it, he's the first quarterback to throw for over 300 yards and rush for 70 yards in a game. Mm -hmm. That lets you know in the history of the NFL, he's the first to do it in a playoff game, Skip. So I think that speaks volume to the type of game that he had. He was phenomenal. And the Vikings did not account for the man's legs. They had some great design runs, but Brian Dayball told him, if your first read isn't there, take off. And Skip, he pieced him out so many times, I think he had over 70 yards rushing. 71, yep. And he's a lot. Sorry, 78. Yeah. He's a lot faster than Pete Skip. When when you look at him, you're like, he can't run. But you watch him in some of these clips, Skip, he is pulling away from people. I agree. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he, he timed 4-7 at the combine. He, he was looks a little fast. Yeah, 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 yeah,
2: yeah. He, he looks like he – but, Skip, he made great throws. He ran the ball well, and he protected the football. And that's been <sighs> the knock on him. There has been several times he's led the league in fumbles lost. He's a high turnover guy. But yesterday, he was flawless. I don't know if he can play any better. And, I, you know, I keep one eye on the Giants game. But – this might be the best game that I've seen him play. Given the magnitude and the stakes that were involved in this game, Skip, it's hard to say Daniel Jones has played another game. Now, Kurt, Skip, when you look at the stats, it wasn't like Cousins played awful. He was 31 of 39, 273, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Yep. But he didn't do anything spectacular. No. Daniel Jones was spectacular. And sometimes when a guy op- opposing you is doing things spectacular, you've got to match him. And he didn't matter. And I don't know what the hell that last skill. On third and 12, why the hell would you ever throw the ball six yards? You thought the guy was going to break like 15 tackles and get a first down? Damn, at least throw a 10. And maybe he can fight and stretch and do something. But you throw the ball six yards. And then he looks around like, and he unfastens his helmet like, what happened? Bruh, did you realize that? But this is not about cousins. This is not about. And they, the Giants, Skip. The Giants put a meme up, and they had Daniel Jones with all the chains. Up. <laughs> but you see, you see, you can't do. You can't have nothing. You can't. That's why we can't have nice things. Yeah. Now they got that. They got vanilla Vic, and now they got uh, two chains, three chains. Daniel Jones. Yep. But he played phenomenal. The Giants right. were phenomenal. Skip. They had four drives, uh, of at least seventy-five yard touchdowns. I thought, oh, look at Minnesota, open the game up with a touchdown. John says, hold my beer, right back at you. Stop them, right back at you. This was a complete game. And, hey, after what I saw them do with their backups to the Eagles, when the Eagles had to have that game and Jalen Hurts, I gave them a real good chance to go in there and do something really special, Skip. That's just me. I, for once,
1: am with everything you just said, including your conclusion I think the Eagles are about to have their hands full of Giants. <laughs> I think the Eagles are on the precipice of cry, Eagles cry. Because build to the alert. Who are they? So, big picture for me, this game was about the emergence and arrival of the Giants quarterback, and it was about same old, same old Kurt Cousins because <laughs> – When you most need him to rise and shine, he will disappoint you every time. Mm -hmm. He has now fallen to one and four in the postseason. That's who he is and who I think he will always be. And to your point, he's going to make some plays. He's going to make a lot of plays. In fact, looking at my sheet here, is this possible? Kirk Cousins had a better QBR than Daniel Jones yesterday. He had an 85, which is very high, to Daniel Jones' 81, which should have been higher in my estimation because the great stat is that for the first time in NFL playoff history, we just witnessed a quarterback throw for over 300, have two-plus touchdown passes, and run for 70-plus yards. That's never, ever happened in the history of the NFL playoffs, and Daniel Jones did just that. Right. So for me as a Cowboy fan, I did a quick step-back tweet very early in the game after he'd made a nice run, and I said I've really come to admire him because for four long years he's had to withstand the New York media beating, mm-hmm. and it is, it, it's is—it's inhuman what yeah, happens. He deserved it, though. Yeah, I know. I know. He was asking for it. Yeah. He was asking for it, and he's going through all kinds of different coaches, including Joe Judge, some special teams yeah, coach. Yeah, that was a problem. Okay, that was a problem. And all of a sudden, out of heaven into Daniel Jones' lap falls Brian Dayball. He knows how to coach a quarterback. He, he knows how to prop one up and make him realize, hey, you can really, you could do this yeah. and you can do that. And you're really good at this. Mm-hmm. So why don't we do this and that and this and that? Let's see if we can put you in the perfect positions to succeed. And slowly but surely, you could see him getting a hold of it yes. until over the last, what, months, six, seven games? Yeah, at least. He just took off right before your very eyes. And I concluded in my tweet, I I don't fear him as a Cowboy fan, although at the end of the game I'm starting to think maybe I should. But I I said I don't fear him, but I've come to respect him. Because going into the year, which you well should have done, you kept saying, well, i got to go with the Cowboys because Dak's the best quarterback in In the the division. division. And all of a sudden, here came Jalen Hurts, and then here out of nowhere came Daniel Jones. Yes. look. He's six feet five inches tall. He weighs 235 pounds. He runs whatever he runs. It looks like he runs four or five. Right. Now, he has athletic ability. He has some takeoff ability where
2: he can really gash you with his legs. Would you would you would you fight me if I said he's the second most athletic quarterback in that division behind Hurts? No. <laughs> I, I, how could I? You could. You I, I would have. Or in Dak's early, early days, yeah. he's
1: been battered. And yeah. He he just. He doesn't look sudden anymore. He,
2: he's that very reluctant to run. Yep. And when he does run, he looks like he's laboring.
1: He's lumbering and laboring. <laughs> yeah.
2: I would agree.
1: So, congratulations to Daniel Jones for surviving the onslaught and thriving in New York in that media market to where, yes, as Saquon said after the game, he's become elite. I, I'm not sure I could go oh, top go five. Yeah, yeah, but,
2: yeah. but he but played is, like one yesterday. I don't know.
1: He, he It was a top five-ish kind yeah. of a game. Okay. So, to your point, they had gone in there fairly recently on Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and they, they, it had taken a 61-yard field goal to beat them. So they went in with high confidence. Yes. It, it's not the same, but it was almost like the, the Giants in 07. They played the heck out of the Patriots in the last game. They lost 38-35, to 35, right. so it gave them great confidence going into the Super Bowl, which obviously wound up 17-14, to 14, a much lower score. But they, they felt good about themselves. Right. And you could see from Jump yesterday – even though Cousins goes right down at seven to nothing. But Daniel Jones said, no, no, I, I got this. Right. I, got, mm-hmm. I can move the ball like crazy yes. against them. And here they came, and they just slowly but surely. Daniel Jones' body language was like, I'm the best player on this field, and I'm going to take this game over. And he, he just did. He, he did. took it over. Yes. All right. So now we get to the end of the line. And here we go with Kirk Cousins, but he's down seven. So this isn't a field goal drive. This is going to have to be a touchdown drive. And – here we go again with these roughing calls, and you and I go back and forth and back and forth. Yeah. And I'm I'm trying to do letter of the law, and I'm trying to hold hold in with them. But the, here it is, and I'm saying,
2: did he say? Did they say he hit his face mask with his arm, or did was it the sling down? Because I didn't I didn't hear it, so they just called roughing. So it I been believe it was
1: the sling down. Okay, the, he brushed his face mask. Yes. but I don't think you're going to call that. It was just kind of a brush with the forearm. I don't think it it endangered the head at all. Skip,
2: the man, lay, he actually, okay. he lands on Dexter Lawrence. Look where he lands, Skip. He lands on
1: top of him. He does. So so this is not body weight on top of poor little Kirk Cousins. It's the other way around. You actually gently take, by, by football standards, yes. this, this is a violent game. Right. By football standards, you gently took him down right. very safely, not dangerously. There was no threat, no mm-hmm. harm to no. Kirk Cousins. I, I couldn't see anything that was risky at all. And you threw a flag on that, so you let him out of big jail right away. And then we get to the two fateful plays. We get the third down play and the fourth down play. Let's see the third down play to Osborne because it's just a little, a little behind. A little behind. You got to make just, this in you, this you, moment, you, no you, Skip. You, you have to make this throw on the, on the money, and it's not quite on the money, and the DB gets a hand up yeah. into the catch Lead region. Lead him a little more. Yeah, and, and got – and Osborne couldn't hang on. You can argue he just should have snatched it
2: and He's caught it. He's got to it. skip. What happened is, is that he drifts on this route. He He's did. doing what we call a drift up field. He's yep. got to flatten this off. Yep. If he flattens this off, now the DB is in a, tra- is yeah, in a trail yeah. position and he can't get it. But you get a hand up underneath it.
1: Okay. So now we get to the faithful, as you pointed out, fourth and eight. <laughs> okay, this? it's fourth and eight, and the call, according to everybody after the game, was to go to Justin Jefferson. Well, obviously that in in your money guy, yeah, is that the guy winning? Doubt Kirk Cousins all year. Is Remember just Buffalo 18, the one-handed
2: catch just, that was intercepted, and he took it from the guy. Yeah, he just throws it up for grabs yeah.
1: usually. And so why wouldn't Kirk just say, "I'm going to throw this up, and hope that 18 can go up and, and, down and there grab somewhere. it?" Up. Yeah, he's down there somewhere, and he said, "I looked, I looked, and then at the last second, I thought I was going to get sacked, so I did my check down route to my tight end." Bro, it's well, fourth down. You're it's fourth down, and he is completely and utterly covered and it's a pretty easy tackle yeah pretty easy tackle and the game's over and that's it you didn't even throw it past the sticks and obviously this is it this is your whole season and we get back to the guy I call Kurt cousins you like that kurt i I didn't like that I, like I, I, of- I didn't understand it and his coach said after the game I didn't understand it the coach said he went straight to Kurt to, to say walk me through what was your thought process yes because then, then the coach said, well, hey, I I, sh- I take some blame here because I should have just said into his ear, you you have to go to Justin on this play. Right. And I didn't make it clear, but he's the primary. Skip,
2: you're not a kid, Kirk Cousins. You make $30 million, $35 million a year. I shouldn't have to tell you on fourth and eight to throw the ball past the sticks. Whether you thought, yeah, I want you to throw the ball. I don't give a damn if Justin Jefferson's double covered. Yeah. Throw it to him. But if you don't throw it to him, if he's triple covered, throw it beyond the sticks. You can't throw the ball three yards and the DB is standing on top of the Hawkinson. I was so what did he? What did he expect Hawkinson to do? I don't know. Turn to Gronk.
1: Yeah, he said we'd had a few run after catches for first downs. Yeah, okay, yeah I, got it. The, I yeah, got it. But here's the thing. Well, it, you're
2: asking. He's running and he's catching it as yep. he's running. Yep. He did not have, skip, he's got his back to the guy, so yep. he's in no run position. No, you're right. If he was starting to turn off yes! field and you let him a little bit. Yeah, look at this man. The man's right on top of him. Yep. So run where?
1: Yeah. Hawkins is a big dude, but, but he you, you, you he got him with he played,
2: total leverage. Yep, he played really, really well. He did. He was but the I,
1: primary targeted
2: receiver. But it he, looks he had to, 11. It looks to me, the Giants says, he can't catch enough balls to beat us. Yep. Justin Jefferson can. Yep. Let's neutralize him. Yep. Let Hawkinson do, do his thing. 10 for a buck, what do you have? 10 for a buck, 29, he can't beat us. 10 from a buck, 29 for Justin Jefferson oh, that, that would hurt you. gut you. I, I would agree. Skip, let's get back to the Giants. Daniel Jones had 17 carries, yep. including scrambles and design runs. Saquon had nine, so that's not an accident. You think like, what man? That quarterback had 17 carries. Who was he? Lamar Jackson, Justin Fields? No, because they saw or something from the last time they played. They did that. They were not accounting for this man's legs. Yeah. And I said early on, are you not going to account for his legs? Mm-hmm. You better. Well, when you tried to, it was too late. Skip. By the time they realized it, man, do you know what? They're running him by design. Well, it's late fourth quarter, you're trying to get the ball back.
1: Yep. Would you believe that seven times Daniel Jones ran for a first down? Yep. Seven times he ran for a first down. And for the day, they were 7 of 13 on third down, but they went 2 of 2 on fourth down. So that's 9 of 15 times that you had to convert. They converted. Well, that's how you win the game because – then in the end, you, you know what's going to happen in time possession. You, you're going to
2: dominate it, yep. which they did, 34 to 26, yeah. right? They couldn't get them off the field. couldn't over get them 15%, off the field. Okay. Over, 53, over 50% on third down, Skip, yeah, good things normally going to happen for you. Over 50% and you didn't turn it over.
1: Okay. How many times yesterday did I sit back on a running play design and I said, that is clever. Yes. I like that. I haven't seen that quite like that before. Dayball was calling it. He was in his bag, he, yesterday. he was in his bag and he was in his bag all week because he said I was ready for the, you know, I, I wanted to j- j- empty the bag all right. over
2: I mean, right. he did. And you remember, Skip, we saw a lot of this with who? Josh Allen. When he was the play caller, remember yeah. last year, the year before you in the playoffs? You that see, true. you see Josh Allen, a lot of those quarterback runs, they say, son, if it's yeah. not there, your first and second read, take off. Don't hold on to the ball. They did a great job. I thought the offensive line did a great job with Daniel Hunter. Yeah, they got him a couple of times, but he didn't spit the ball up when they did touch him. Yep. And that's the one thing that you can't have now. We're going to talk about this, the Chargers notwithstanding. You don't want to turn the ball over come playoff time because yep. normally that's the quickest way to get your beat. And we saw that last night. One one really turnover flipped the game in Baltimore. One mm. team is going in to score and take the lead, and the next thing you well, know – it's they, a 14-point swing. Yes. You, you don't see that very often. No, you don't. 98-yard, the longest 98 long return. yard So, You're with kidding. that being said, Skip, Daniel Jones gave him his flowers today. He deserved it. Now, I don't know who's going to be the Cowboys game withstanding, but the NFC uh, NFC offensive player of the week should be Daniel Jones. Okay. No, Brock Purdy might have some, Mr. Purdy might have some No, to about but this, the, this was
1: beyond that. <clears throat> to me, to me, this was the game.
2: Skip the man pass for more yards in the game than Joe Montana in the playoffs. That got to be worth something. I got it,
1: but, but this was, <laughs> it well, was again. Nobody. They, they were the underdogs, and uh, there they are. But you and, didn't think they should have been the underdogs. I did not. I picked them, and you I. Did? I actually believe. That, speaking of the NFC, Brian Dayball is my coach of the year. Oh yeah! I, mean, I don't. I don't know how you can get around you that. Get one. Shandah.
2: Shandah. You gonna know. get cash Kyle Cash You gonna do that what he did? Yeah.
1: Boy, it's close. But this is turning around a culture. This. This is a a team. Remember, Daniel Jones is one and six against my Cowboys yes. right now. And the one he won was the the uh, Andy Dalton game up there yeah. two years ago when. McCarthy's looking up yeah, on the yeah. you know, he didn't the pull his challenge flight. Remember yeah, he didn't it, throw the it plate. it's just challenge. like it was, just, it. it was blatant. It was just blatant. You could you could you could overturn it with one flick of the yeah. wrist. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm the cowboy coach. I don't know what I'm doing. he's looking at again. himself over there like, Damn, like Oh look, that's I me look, up there. It's well up there. Okay. <laughs> all right. So to me, all of a sudden, the team of destiny looks like the giants Mm -hmm. because they have caught fire when you're supposed to catch fire as opposed to my Cowboys. So the point is that they even got the luck of the draw because I don't think anybody right now wants to go to San Francisco and the winner of tonight's game is going. Maybe it's a consolation or booby prize. You have to go play those guys over at their place, right? right? Yes. Well, it's hard. Mm -hmm. Well, all of a sudden, the place to go is to Philadelphia. And I'm taking nothing. You know how much I love Jalen Hurst, but he got hurt. Yes, and I don't know how sound his shoulder really is.
2: And the offense hasn't looked it, the same. It just happened. And that defense has looked progressively worse. Progressively week. After worse. week. Okay, so they they seem mm-hmm. ripe for the taking. Yes,
1: even at home, and and they they wiped them out up in New York. They went ahead twenty-one to nothing, and just for, what, 20, in the final 40, score was like forty-eight 40, twenty-six yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. But it was a wipeout. Yeah, and yet. All of a sudden, to your point, the Giants' backups played the heck out of Mm -hmm. them. So now they're thinking, well, at full strength, let's see what happens. That's exactly what they're thinking. I'm, I'm with you. I am leaning Giants in this game because it just perfectly shapes up for them to go in there and, and just be the better team because they're the hotter team right now.
2: Well, I'm not necessarily thinking that they are the picking the Giants, but what I thought was a foregone conclusion, yeah. the Eagles were going to like a 90% chance of winning. Well, the
1: Eagles are a seven-point favorite, and yeah. I'll, I'll say this up front. I'd take those points right here, right yeah. now, because I think that's going to be a down-to-the-wire battle, and I'm leaning Giants in that one just because that – listen, the playoff – what do you always say? It's about matchups, but yeah. it's also
2: about momentum. Yeah. And the momentum who you get team. When you get them. Skip, hold on, was that against the Eagles or maybe Washington when Daniel Jones tri- uh, uh, took off and tripped over his own feet? Was that against Washington or the other Eagles? Because you know, he had that long run, he had like an 80 yard run. He was going in for now, a touchdown now and he I was say,
1: I remember it like yesterday, but now I, I can't remember who the opponent Was it Dallas?
2: No. Was it on a. No, I, it was a Monday, I think it was a Monday night. It might have been watch, It was either Washington or the Eagles. Okay, all right.
1: Well, he did do that. Yeah. And, and, and he, he was running fast. He became like, a laughing yeah. over that play. And now look at him. He didn't trip up Minnesota yesterday.
2: Yeah, but the, the, uh, Skip, I think the thing is, you we were talking about how the, uh, the New York media was beating him yeah. up. But he, this wasn't quarterback abuse. He deserved this. No, I, I got it. He, Boy, he, he,
1: that's he, the one town
2: where if you go south, they're going to be all over you. But I guess, I guess you know, uh, there's something about I guess the guy that, that Cutcliffe coaches yep. because the demeanor, because he's another Eli Manning. He's I Eli. mean, I can't tell if he's, hot. I can't tell if he threw two touchdowns I agree. or five picks. Yep. He's the same. All
1: right. Last quick point about Justin Jefferson. I admire his ability, but I've told you all year, there's something missing in that psyche where he doesn't have that assassin gene mm-hmm. in him. He doesn't have that baller gene. Like, he, he's not going to be stomping up and down on the sidelines like, throw me the damn ball. Right. And yesterday he has twenty-five yards on their first drive. And then after that, he had twenty-two total yards after the opening drive. Well, it's just, I, he kind of disappeared. Right. And you can say they took him out of the game. Right.
2: But, they you, doubly, but you gotta move. Hey, him. hey. You gotta find a way to yeah. get him open. And, and you, you just gotta throw it to him, yeah. man. I yeah. mean, he's it. Yep. Okay. Whew. Way to go, Giants. But but because like his completion percentage to be high. And so there's a chance that might get knocked hey, out. So you skip, you look at 31 to 39 and see, man, Carlos didn't play that bad. He didn't play that good either. You needed to make plays. 31 to 39, and you got 273 yards.
1: I know. So five chains is a ball and
0: chain for his team, (laughs) right?
4: Guys, it's easy to forget Brian Dayball is a rookie head coach. What a first year for him. Mm -hmm. All right, that Eagles-Giants game will kick off on the NFL on Fox Saturday night. Still to come this morning, I need you guys to explain to me how the Jaguars pulled off that historic comeback. Mm -hmm. I watched it, and it's still hard to believe. Plus, did the Ravens' loss come down to just plain not having Lamar Jackson on the field? Mm -hmm. That and more coming up next on Undisputed.
0: When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. Back
4: down. Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars rallied back from twenty seven points down to beat the Chargers thirty one to thirty Saturday. Trevor Lawrence had four interceptions, but he also finished with nearly three hundred passing yards and four touchdowns in the win. This, by the way, guys, is the third largest comeback in playoff history thrilling end to that game. Shannon, was the result more about the Jaguars or the Chargers?
2: This was the Chargers. Um, And Skip, maybe it's just me, but we're starting to see more teams come back from big double-digit leads than at any point in time, and I think the passing game has a lot to do with that. But this was all about the Chargers. Having been a part of a team that had the momentum and lost it, and a team that didn't have the momentum and gained it, Skip, is just something, uh, and unless you've been in that moment, it's hard to explain it, because you're like, damn. Had of having a lead skip and all of a sudden seem like you can't get out of your own way. We can't do anything. We were just going up and down the field. Why can't we get a first down now? What happened? They're playing the same junk. Sorry, defense that helped us get this 14, 20 point lead. Now all of a sudden we can't get three yards and it's three and out, three and out, three and out. And now all of a sudden where our defense was suffocating them, they couldn't do anything. Now all of a sudden they get chunk play after chunk play after chunk play. Nothing will salt away a big lead other than running the football. Mm. It was their inability to consistently run the football, which now all of a sudden you go three and out, and the next thing you know, okay, they get a touchdown. You're like, uh-oh. And then they get another touchdown, and you go, uh-oh. And now all of a sudden, Skip, it's 21, it's 20. They try to go for two to make a two-point game, and it's 20 to 27. And you're like, hold on. Damn, still got a quarter of football to play. Yep. And you're like, uh-oh. We hadn't done anything in like a quarter and a half, and they haven't done anything wrong in a quarter and a half. That's not good. Mm. And you see what happened. And, yes, Trevor Lawrence played unbelievable. Give him credit, Skip, because he didn't have a short memory. He forgot everything that ever happened in the first half. And I don't know how he did it because a lot of times you see receivers, Skip, when they drop a pass, they just keep They're not able to get it back. This kid threw four picks, <laughs> horrible picks. Skip, me one, like, no, you know, like, damn, mm. that was a heck of a play by the DB. I'm like, dude, he was just, like, hitting people in the chest. And then he just forgot everything. He just like re, you know, rebooted and started from scratch. But Skip, this is about the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, stay. I don't know how. They talked about Staley and this talent last year missing the playoffs. Now, this year you got a 27-point lead with all that talent. Yep. All that talent. Mm-hmm. And you lose to a second-year quarterback. Can't say enough about the job Dougie P. has done for this kid, Skip. And he talked about it, he says he's giving me confidence. He got it believing in himself. He's like, bro, you the first pick in the draft. That wasn't an accident. Did you see what you did in high school? He went to Cartersville High School, the uh, same high school, Ronnie. The Purple Elephants, I think that's what they call. Yeah, uh, went to Clemson, mm-hmm. and you see what he did. That like, bro, why are you doubting yourself? Do you realize you've only lost four games in your career as a, as a excuse me as a collegiate and a high school player before you got to Jacksonville? You're a winner. Did somebody tell you you're not a winner? Whatever Dougie P told him. He convinced him. He did. And this kid here can skip. He can he can make every throw. He got a he got big time skills. Big time skills. So now you see it wasn't an accident they used the first pick in the draft. But Skip the Chargers, I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know what they did. Up 27-nothing? You up 27-0 with that talent. Brandon Staley, that's what you get. You head hard. Why mm-hmm. the hell you put out put Williams? Skip, remember, I told you. I said, Skip, you know, Williams, what happened? You got that man back hurt.
1: In the middle of this ball game. They played their guys and he got hurt. Fractured his back. I
2: thought it was just bruised. Then they announced it's got a little fracture in it. It You saw the way he was walking off the field. Yeah. He was walking off the field, Skip. Yep. Looked like me first thing in the morning.
1: Oof. Shannon Sharp. It is inconceivable to me <laughs> that a team turned it over five times very early in the game. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was the catch that, here. Yeah. But but they turned it over five quick times. And they came back to win the game. It's never happened in playoff history. A five turnover. Okay, you you just can't do it. It's impossible. And they pulled off the impossible. And yet, to that point, it's, in the end, to me, it's obviously about Brandon Staley's defense because he's supposed to be a defensive guru. That's why he was hired in the first place. But I've told you from the start, there's something about Justin Herbert I don't love. Mm-hmm. I love the the tangibles because they're extraordinary. You don't talk about arm. He's got a bigger arm than Trevor Lawrence has. Mm-hmm. He, he's right up there with Josh Allen and Mahomes. Yeah. Maybe not on the deep ball, but on, on any mid-range artillery, he's just like throwing howitzers. Yes. And yet, when I watched him at Oregon, they were losing key games because he would – It's not that he unravels completely. He just sort of loses focus, and all of a sudden they lose their way. And that's what happened in this game because I kept looking after the game at the play-by-play, and I said, wait a second. It it wasn't about what Justin Herbert did the rest of the way. It's about what he didn't Didn't do. do. Because here's the shocker. It it wasn't a turnover game the other way because usually if you're going to come back from turning it over five times you're going to need the other team to turn it over three or four times yes. to get you back in the game. Correct. Guess how many times they turned it over? None. None. They turned it over None. no times. So, so it's not like they, they said, here, we hand it back to you, Jacksonville. They didn't. They didn't. Jacksonville just said, we're going to take it, right. and then we'll take it again, we'll take it again. But as you always remind me, the other team gets the ball back, exactly. okay? It's not like make it, take it, right? Yeah, There's yes. no make nope. it, take it in football. Nope. You, you actually get another chance. Yes. So I kept looking at my play-by-play, and I said, wait a second. I see it three and out. At 24 to nothing, they go three and out. And they punt, and and Jacksonville scoring, won, right. fun, and fumbles the punt. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. They he fumble hit the, the, guy punt, the head. Hit the guy on the head, and they get it first and goal at the six yard line. Yeah. Well, all you, you got to you gotta do is you got to go six yards for a touchdown, and all of a sudden it's going to be thirty-one to nothing. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen, they they couldn't move an he inch. Couldn't move it in. And so they get a chip shot, twenty-three yard field goal to make it twenty-seven to nothing. This is four twenty-five left in the second quarter. Okay. Then from there on, I'm I'm looking at the play-by-play, and I got three and out. And and then I'm looking again. Let me get over here on this. Then I got another three and out. Actually, it was a seven and out. And then they had six plays to get a 50-yard field goal. And then they had a fairly long drive and missed a 40-yard field goal. And then at the end of the game, they go three and out again. Well, I'm just telling you, they they did next to nothing from 24 to nothing up. And, and by the way, even at 24 to nothing, all all their points had been handed the to them, yes. right? Yes. yes. Okay. So, so the truth is, in the biggest picture, the
2: Jags defense d- did a sensational yeah. job on Justin Herbert. He just didn't do much at all. Hey, Skip, here's the guy that goes for it every fourth down you yeah, get. You I are 24 to nothing. And all of a sudden, you're taking chip shot field goals. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. You go for it all the time, Skip. And what? And the thing was, they went eight to 17 on third down. There was almost 50% on third down, and you lose a 27-0 lead with zero turnovers. <laughs> Gordon Skip, overall, in the history of the game, when you consider playoffs in regular season, teams have gone 29, 6, 70, and 5 with a minus-5 turnover battle. So it the, say it again. What are the numbers? That, they what, won 20. If you had five or more turnovers, yes, okay, it's, you won 29 times. Okay. You lost 670 times. Okay, so you won. tied five okay, times got got for a win percentage of 4.5. Now Jacksonville is a part of that 4.5, uh, I but I guess it. they're the first for everything. The third largest comeback in, in playoff history.
1: Okay. So let's look quickly at the psyche of a young quarterback in his first playoff game at home. A, a game that actually the Chargers are favored to win by yeah. two and a half. We kept talking about last week. And weekend. I'm like, I kept how? What? Okay, what? Let's look at Trevor Lawrence's interceptions. Let's see what did he have to overcome mentally, psychologically, The demons that would start. He had to overcome himself. Okay, there's a tip ball for an interception. A little bit unlucky. Then here's the second one, and I thought, yeah, I thought this was a hold or or some kind of a foul, but but whatever, It got picked by Sanchez. Samuel Junior played the
2: game of his life. He did.
1: That's a bad idea and a bad throw. Okay, and here's the fourth one. These are all coming bang, bang, bang. That's a bad idea. So so now. As Zay Jones said after the game, he said, I played a lot of football in my life. His father played a lot of football for yeah, my right. Dallas Cowboys as a middle linebacker. But he said, usually the quarterback in this situation would, quote-unquote, go in the tank. Yeah. Well, well who wouldn't? You, you've thrown four picks in basically the first quarter of your first ever playoff game. Great. All right, what did we talk about? Trevor Lawrence during the draft saga, and maybe it was right after he went number one. Remember, he he did a big Sports Illustrated interview in which he he, he was talking about, I I don't want to misquote him, but just the the tone of it was football's not that important. It's not crucial to me, and we're like, it it better be, right? right? Because you're the first pick in the draft, and you're going down to save the Jags. Those people down there in Duval, they want you to make this the biggest thing in your life, And, and he's saying that's ah, not that big a deal, and he's got a little surfer dude in him, except he's from <laughs> he's from Atlanta or <laughs> yeah. the Atlanta area. You know, yes. like he, he has got no surfer
2: background, yeah. but he looks surfer. His hair looks surfer. Yeah, you ain't surfing in no Lake Lanier. No, no, not to no. big body water. That okay, got. There
1: you go. And and yet, I believe that mentality benefited him on on this night because it's it, it's not the end of the world to him, and he's like, okay, okay, okay. So he's looking up the clock, probably thinking. I know I'm pretty good here, and right. we got a whole lot. Of, we've got like
2: three and a half quarters to go, yeah. right? Yes. And I might as well just keep keep doing what I do. And if I'm not mistaken, I think they got a touchdown right before the half. Mm-hmm, they did. And I think that like, okay.
1: It was to Evan Ingram. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a nice throw. It was a nine-yard touchdown, and it made it 27-7. The Giants are probably thinking,
2: where was this Evan where Ingram that, that we, in? that know, we had? before? Right. He's, he's
1: <laughs> come back to life. I, I don't know. It was 24 seconds left in the right. half.
2: And you're like, okay. Okay. But the Chargers, but Skip, the Chargers got the ball to start the
1: half. They did and went three and out. Okay. There you go. And so they go down and get a touchdown. Now it's 27 to 14. To your point it's like uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. And then they go get that 50-yard field goal on a seven play drive and now it's 258 left in the third quarter and it just seems like the clock's never going to run. You know, right. like like to the visiting team it's like, well, it feels like we're playing five quarters here, right? <laughs> and then all of a sudden he hits Zay Jones with the big throw of the game because yes. it was a 39-yarder. Mm-hmm. If we could just see his – that, that was a great play design. That was a
2: great yeah. play design.
1: Do we have – I think we – I was saying we had Trevor's four touchdowns. But but the point is he he, he just sort of settled in. That's mm-hmm. all it, – it wasn't like he got crazy hot. He no. just kept doing what he's been doing because yeah. they, they have been a quiet
2: buzzsaw for yeah. about – Six weeks now. Yeah, but, Skip, you think in order to come back from 27 points, yeah. you think somebody's going to throw for 350, 400 yards. He had 288. He had okay. four touchdowns. But four touchdowns, four interceptions. That's it. Normally the, the touchdowns okay. offset The, the interceptions okay. offset that.
1: I, I got it. So, it, <laughs> I know, you went four to four, but it was five turnovers. It's, it's just impossible. And then I, I do want to show this to give Doug Peterson a tip of the cap. So it, it comes Four. down to a fourth-and-one play at the 41, at the Chargers 41 at the end. And he ran a slick play to me because I, I haven't seen it since my early Oklahoma days because they went T formation. Yes. Do you remember the yeah. T? Yeah. I mean, it's a straight T formation yeah. in the backfield. And he hands it to Etienne, who was the left halfback, right. and, they, and he goes power sweep right with those two blockers Williams- ahead of him, and there's nobody home over here. Yeah. And he goes 25 yards into field goal range. Yes. Well, th- th- that's sweet, man. I didn't see that coming. I thought maybe Trevor just trying he's to really leap over to back the top because yeah. he's six feet, six inches right. tall, but I-, I just thought that was a great exclamation point on an incredible night for Jacksonville.
2: Okay, we know Dougie P now. You know he'll roll the dice. Remember he the did. Super Bowl, the fairly special. I know, I, know, I know. So Dougie P got Dougie P gonna keep something up his sleeve now.
1: And I think those kids love him for they that. They do. You know. Yeah. You could just tell. I watched his locker room speech, and it it was goosebumpy. Yeah. It was. Yep.
2: It, it was uh, he played the position, and you know, and and you know he. He's a quarterback, whisperer. I mean, He got Nick Foles. He, he got did. something out of he, Nick Foles. Nobody's ever been in, that. Out that of is correct.
1: Kids. I mean, he got a Super Bowl MVP <laughs> yes, out of him. Yes. And
2: I would say the
1: quarterback he has now is is much more talented than Nick Foles Oh, absolutely. Yes, right. Like A way thousand more times yeah. more okay. talented. There you go. Yeah. And so, does this kid have a chance to be a Super Bowl
2: MVP? I would say so. Well, I mean, with the, I mean, they Skip. But I like what they did. They went and got him weapons. They got him Christian Kirk. They got him Zay Jones. They brought in Evan Ingram. They did. They drafted ATM in the second round, his teammate and in college. I, I love teammates. And so now, okay, and they got some nice pieces, but I still believe they got money. They can go out and bring some more pieces on the defensive side of the football. I think they need to generate a little bit more pass rush, yep. but offensively, they got weapons. Yep. They got weapons. And I like Agnew. They got great returns, well, even well, though when he can get his hands on the ball and the guy not using his head to head it, he head it to the Chargers. He did, but
1: in the end, this made me feel a little better about my Cowboys blowing a twenty-seven to ten lead at Jacksonville late in the third quarter because this is who they, this is what they do.
2: Yeah, but Skip, okay. you, if, if the Chargers, they should have been on high alert, knowing that they just saw because that's in the cut-ups. The Cowboy game that was in the cut-up that the Chargers watched sure was. Of, of, uh, of Jacksonville. Okay. So you know they weren't going to go away. Man. Whew. Here they come. You got to put them away. Yeah. I don't love their chances at Kansas City. but Oh, they play Kansas City? No, Connor they, they turn the ball over early. Yeah. But they got to get back into the game. It's they going do. to be a better game than you no, think no, now. No, okay. But my homeboy, I you can't. You never know. It.
4: That game no. no. is the <laughs> early one Saturday, gentlemen. And yep. by the way, Connor Orr has a great piece on SI.com this morning about that second half being Trevor Lawrence's welcome to the NFL moment. Whew. Check it out if you have time. All right, this next game kept me up way too late last night. I see you, (laughs) Sam Hubbard. The Bengals beating the Ravens 24-17 thanks to a 98-yard fumble return off a quarterback sneak from Tyler Huntley. This got spicy, y'all. Ravens running back J.K. Dobbins took issue with the play calling after the game. Dobbins said Huntley should have never been in that situation. He also said if we had Lamar... We would have won. Shannon, do you agree?
2: I agree. I agree with what he said. I don't agree with him saying it out loud. (laughs) You know, some things, it's just better we keep to ourselves. We think it, and and, and maybe subconsciously, and maybe we want to say it. But I understand what he's saying. It's not a shot at Huntley, but I believe everybody in that locker room believe they would have won that game had Lamar Jackson been on the field. It's just he's a better quarterback. He's yeah. a better player than Huntley. Yeah. That's not a knock on you <laughs> no. that the guy's a much better player than you are, and he's right. Yeah. Give him an opportunity. J.K. Dobbins says, man, I fought my butt to get back. Yeah. I got Nick, signed out a couple of weeks, and now I'm back, and I'm giving you everything. Give me a crack at that thing. Mm. Let me see what I got. You got to protect the ball, Huntley, because if you don't get it over there, you see they're going to be, they. they come in and they're going to try to pull it. And because you, only, you don't have the grip, here yep. like that you would hear and you see what happened bloop they popped it out and they got very unfortunate because the ball pops right in Sam Hubbard's hand. Yep. it didn't hit the ground maybe it hit the ground maybe while uh, the running back totally
0: agree. To get it yep. but
2: it pops in his hand and before the running back realized it he doesn't have a chance to tackle him andrew's like oh and he takes off after him, and uh he gets like kind of pushed off balance but yeah skip i mean this is this is this is 14 point swing and it looked like it was about to be they had a 45 percent chance of winning. I saw it come up on the screen. 45 percent chance of winning to almost now you go to open 90 of yep. winning. Yeah, and that's that that's the difference in ball games. Skip turnovers when they happen, that was that was a crush, that hurt. Skip, we getting this is the the uh, uh, the Bengals. A lot of people got the Bengals going back to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and we got them on the rope with a backup quarterback. Yep, we getting it ready to drive the net. And worst case scenario, Skip, we get to bring Justin Tucker on the field. Kick it for a field goal, and we about to be up three, maybe even seven. But skip this. Was, this was a backbreaker. This one hurt, and I get I get J.K. Dobbins' frustrations, mm-hmm. and I agree with one thousand percent with what he saying. I just don't agree with him saying it out loud. No, I got it. To Dobbins' point, I'm
1: one who picked the Bengals before the year to get back to the Super Bowl, and I must tell you, I must admit publicly. I did not love their chances when it looked like Baltimore was going in to take the lead. Right. I, I, it just felt like it was the Ravens game. It just felt like they were going to win it with Huntley at quarterback. Yep. Do I agree that Lamar would have won the game? Yeah, I, sure I do. Because remember what happened at Baltimore week five yeah. back in early October – Lamar was the quarterback, yeah. and they won 19-17. to Neither Lamar nor Burrow played a very good game statistically. But in the end, Lamar drove them 50 yards in seven plays for a 43-yard walk-off by the greatest kicker I've ever seen. <laughs> exactly. Okay? Mr. Money Man. And, and it was 19-17. to So w- would that have happened last night? Right. It, it's also possible the Bengals just raised the level of their play, and they just say, okay, we gotta, we got to be better because they're, they're kind of playing down to, to Huntley at this point. But but in the big scheme of things, I, I just hate it how ugly this situation has gotten, even though you and I completely agree that Lamar quit on Baltimore because Baltimore quit on him. They they were the first to quit on him. Right. And I just don't—it's it, a sad, sorry situation that didn't have to be because Lamar earned his money and he should have gotten it a long, long time, time ago. ago. And so the joke's on you, Ravens front office, because— this is what you got, right. and yet I knew it was going to go some different places. Remember, Sammy Watkins said last week that he just wishes Lamar just go ahead and suck it up and play. I knew somebody I would I say I that. Okay. I might. I, okay.
2: The last, I tell you what, the last quarterback that sucked it up and played was RG three. Now he's talking about football now mm. instead of playing football <laughs> because true. what he did, Skip, he put a brace on it she and did. he sucked it up for his team and he sucked it up for the organization and his brothers and look mm. where they got him. It got him out of the league, and inside of five years, and he was never ever the same again. Never because ever. why? Because it was the, he was dependent on his legs. Lamar Jackson would have been would have been the biggest damn fool in the history of the NFL if he had took his ass out there on that field. I wish I might, and I'm not skip. And I do believe that there's something wrong with me. But Lamar Jackson said, "I'm in no hurry to speed up my rehab process and get back out there on a, on a, get back on the field." With a team that doesn't believe in me. Mm. Because if they'd have believed in me, they gave me my money. Now, don't give me that boy Josh, we're Shelly, they offered him $133 million. He doesn't believe that is enough. No. It doesn't matter what you think is enough. It only matters what Lamar Jackson thinks is enough. Yep. Because he's the one that's taking all the risks. So, Lamar, I hope you put a call into RG3. Because RG3 did play uh, for a couple of years in Baltimore. RG3. Did he? In, <laughs> when he was there, he was I on know. the team. Yeah. Skip. RG3 is talking about football for the simple fact when he wrecked that knee in a playoff game, yep. he was never, ever the same. No. And I don't know, man. RG3, man, he talked good. No, no, RG3 should have been playing. RG3 could have had a very nice career. I'm not saying he could have gone to the Hall of Fame, but he could have had a better career than what he had. Mm. And Lamar Jackson is smart. Yep. He says, you know what? If I'm going to get hurt, I'm going to get hurt with $150 to $200 million in my bank account.
1: Yep. To your point, I loved RG3 coming out of college. I thought he could have a better career than Andrew Luck. Everybody laughed at me, but he wins Offensive Rookie of the Year in large part because he got to play for the Shanahans, who put him in the perfect, perfect. position. Yeah. And remember, they won the division that year. And to your point, late in the year, he got helicoptered by Haloti Nada. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what was going on inside that knee, but it wasn't very good. Right.
2: But it, – it, I think RG3 should've learned this lesson then because he rushed himself back. He did. And a lot of that was on okay. RG three because yep. he saw Kirk Cousins what he had did the, pre, the week after he got hurt. He saw what first Cousins did to Cleveland. He did. And he rushed and in. They're the
1: same age, and the Shanahans were reportedly in love with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, what, they did that's him what he the took. Fourth him. round. I yes, think, fourth that's what he took him. Yeah.
2: After you take a you, hold on, why would you take a quarterback when you moved heaven and earth and you giving up a king's ransom yeah. to take a quarterback with the second pick? Why would you take another yeah. quarterback?
1: So you have joint rookie quarterbacks, a la what I went through with Troy Aikman and Steve, Steve. Walsh in yes. Dallas, where they're co. Yeah. Number ones. But the point was, yeah, Robert said, I gotta do it, I gotta do it for my team, because they'd won the division and they were favored to beat Seattle in a home playoff game. And remember, they went right down and scored. They were up 14 14-0. to nothing. Yeah. 14 to nothing. Yeah. And Robert
2: was playing great. snap, he reached down to get yeah. it, and no, no. everything gave. Everything and I, I want to know RG3, how many of your teammates put something in that GoFundMe? How much money did <laughs> Washington give you for that GoFundMe? <laughs> Ain't nobody, anybody, what about the cash app? Ain't nobody putting nothing on the cash app? No. And you see, Lamar, you did the right thing.
1: Okay. So, I don't know where it goes from here, but I don't love it. I, I, it just feels like it's broken. It feels like the bridge is at least set on fire right now. Yes. And, again, you, you think it's just headed toward franchise tag for next year? It might you know?
2: be headed for a divorce.
1: That's why I, I like divorce, or I don't like it. I, I just, I'm favoring yeah.
2: divorce here. It feels divorce city. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cause they have a perception of what they think he's worth and what he can do. Yeah, he has a perception of what he's done and what he believes he can do. Yeah. and the monetary value and what should be placed on that. Yeah, Skip, he's here. They're here, and it don't seem like anybody's trying to move towards the other. No. And it's, it's like, okay, you. Oh, that's the place. That's the island you're on. Oh, that's where you're at. You over there? Okay. yeah We'll stay over there. I'm gonna stay over here. We'll see what happens.
1: All right, now to "quote unquote" my Bengals. <laughs> I did not love what I saw last night. Trey Henderson tried to go; he's got a busted hand, right? And he played thirty snaps and he registered zeros across the board. He was not a fact; he, he had no stats. Right. That scares me because they have a hard time rushing the passer without him. Even though I do love the force that is DJ Reader, but right. he's rushing like Reggie White from the yeah, inside yeah. more than the outside. Right. Okay. Over the last three weeks, each of the last three weeks, Joe Burrow has lost an offensive lineman. So now they're down three of the
2: new five that they put together off last year. Yeah, that knee looked really bad on Jonah Williams. I don't know what happened, but it looked like it buckled. And he grabbed it immediately and he was screaming.
1: So now you are truly, I'm not overusing this word, they're decimated across the front of their line. And Burrow's got guts, and he'll hang in there. But man, you can only hang in for so, so long because he got sacked the most times last regular season, and the most times in the playoffs. And they came within a play of a winning the Super Bowl. Right. I just don't know if he has that in him this right. time, because it's just hard when when people are all over you. So right. now, obviously, they go Buffalo up to Buffalo. Here we go. Let's now, see what we got. And what well,
2: we almost it. saw three weeks ago yeah, that right, unfortunately, right. Some, unfortunately some some events happened. We didn't get to finish. see it.
1: Yep. But the point is that I want to like Cincinnati in this game because I don't love Buffalo without Von Miller. Right. And I don't love it that Josh Allen just continues to be a turnover turnover machine. machine. He just is. He's like a natural born turnover machine.
2: It is like he throws one skip. He's like I got to get. I got to make two. I don't like. I I don't like odd numbers. Let me go and get another one, make it even number two. And
1: boy, he puts the ball all over the carpet on fumbles. He fumbled three times yesterday and lost one that went for a touchdown. touchdown. Okay, you can't. Two horrible picks. Okay. As Sean McDermott said after the game, when you turn the ball over at this stage of your season, it's gonna be a very unhappy ending. It's gonna be over quickly. Well, well, it just is. But now we got two wounded teams because I just don't know about Cincinnati. Defensively, they didn't impress me last night. And they they had some other injuries in their secondary last night, and I don't know the outcome of it. Right. But the point is Joe Burrow can do only so much. And th- this is like a lesser of two evils right now because Buffalo is favored by five points. Right. So I- I'm still favoring Cincinnati slightly. I just don't love their chances the way I did last year.
2: Yeah, I thought I thought um, Cincinnati would run the ball a little better, especially with but Pete they, Ryan and They Mixon. went nowhere. They went nowhere. They
1: so. got 51 total <laughs> yards.
2: Yep. And, 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 and the Ravens do what the Ravens do, which is run the football 35 for 155. You're like, okay, I like that. Keep the keep Tyler Huntley in a, in a comfortable yep. situation, but it just it came down to one turnover, and that's the yeah. difference. That was a fourteen point swing. That was the first time we what you got to go back to James Harrison, the Super Bowl, Kurt Warner's about to no, hit no. a touchdown, and then he takes it back a hundred yards the other way, yep. completely changed the momentum of the ball game. Man,
1: I, I just whew, I don't know. They they were very lucky to survive this game last night. Very lucky, and and really, if you look at the. Q- QBRs here. Look, Tyler Huntley had a weight. Look, look at this. Tyler Huntley had a 74 QBR. It's really good. Yes. Joe Burrow had a 44. So he, he beat him by 30 or QBR points.
2: 30 points? The, if you look at it, the home team, with the exception of the 49ers, all the home teams look sketchy. Yeah. I mean, you look at Jacksonville; they won the game, but yeah. they look sketchy. You look at yesterday; you look at uh, Minnesota; they lost. Oh, they lost. So, it, the home team. For what, you got to get the, that. That first game is hard, Skip, because you look nervous. You're at home; it's your crowd. You're probably favored in the ball game, and you're like, "We got to, we got to." And so, you make some play. Now, I think you'll see a better Cincinnati team, but you're going to only be so much better. You can't keep losing offensive linemen. You can't keep putting backups in there to protect Joe Burrow.
1: mm mm And. In the end, if you can't run at a lick because yeah. your offensive line can't block anybody, you got big problems because then people are going to tee off on Joe Burrow. And, and I'm knocking on wood
2: for him because, boy, he takes some shots yeah. in there. Yeah, He
1: gets in some precarious, dangerous situations. And the
2: thing that yeah. helped them last year, Skip, was that P. Ryan and Mixon was able to run the ball in the AFC Championship game against Kansas City. They
1: did very well, very effectively, and it doesn't look to be. The, the one thing he's got, he's still got that trio of oh, receivers, receivers. yeah.
2: If, if, he, if his back foot can hit, it, he can throw it because normally his back foot hit, he'd he duck it and dodge it. I agree. Whew. That's going to be a good game, It's going to be a good, good one. one.
4: A good one and probably an emotional one as well, guys. Yep. Yep. That is the early game on Sunday. All right, get ready, Skip. We got to talk about tonight's game. Dak Prescott or Tom Brady, which one advances after tonight's showdown is over? (laughs) Skip Squirming. we'll have more on this coming up in just a moment.
1: This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits
4: We're going to get to that Cowboys-Buccaneers game in just a moment. But first, it is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, services and memorials all across the country. Shannon, you'd like to share what MLK Jr. Day means to you.
2: Well, there's not been very many days. Uh, very, it's not very often that I don't see a quote, whether I'm on social media or I'm, I Google it or something. And think about the sacrifices that this man made, uh, the contingent of the civil rights movement, although he wasn't the only one. He was a large part of the contingent of what they were fighting for. And to think about what he went through, um, the beating over the head, the hoses turned on him, the dogs. He got stabbed. Ultimately, he paid the ultimate price. He lost his life. Uh, I, I think if Dr. King was alive, he would be I think he would be. It would, it would probably skip. He would probably be happy and sad. He said, "Yeah, I see the progress from where we originally started, but we haven't taken the, the the steps and we haven't gone as far as I'd hope we we we'd go by now." And so I want to thank him, his wife, um, Bernice, who I, I've talked to before and I know she watches the show. I want to thank you for the sacrifice that your family has given for us, the people of color. And any people that felt that their voices were not heard. And I wanted to say thank you from the FS1 family and from my family to yours. Thank you for the sacrifice that your father gave, the ultimate sacrifice, which was his life or a better way Mm. of life.
1: That was beautifully said. I have said on this day several times in the past, and you can tell me I'm exaggerating if you must. But I believe that Dr. King had as much impact on this country, on the psyche of this country, as George Washington or Abraham Lincoln yes. or John F. Kennedy or any president has ever had on these United States. Yes. Because he was such a powerful and fearless orator and speaker.
2: Maybe the greatest orator. I,
1: I, I don't know a better one. But yet, if you listened, he was so reasonable and rational. Right. And merciful. And in the end, just so brilliantly convincing that I believe he was the first to start any thought of any race relations in this country. He started the conversation that had never been started before. And I can only speak from my side of the table on this. I do believe he opened a lot of white people's eyes to what Your community, your race had been put through in this country and that obviously at that point was still going through in the late 60s. Yes, because they were the heart of Jim Crow. And and a narrative, a conversation began because of Dr. King Mm -hmm. and people actually had to sit back and think, man, I never I never thought of that or that or that. Right. Because. Even I was just a little kid at that. We're not a kid. I was a high school kid. But but it it, it got me because then, then obviously he, he gave his life for his yes, cause. Yes. And he'd taken enough abuse already, yeah. let alone that. He'd
2: been stabbed, almost lost his life. He'd been beaten over the head. How many times he had gone to jail? Skip, you said something that you believe that he's had the greatest, if not the greatest relationship, uh, the greatest impact on America. Mm-hmm. But it was only after his death. Nobody mm-hmm. thought that, Skip. He was the most despised man. Yeah. Every single year when they had the polls, yeah. he was the most despised man in America. It wasn't yeah. until after his death. And a lot of times people equate, you know, uh, uh, turn the other cheek and do this Dr. Qu- Dr. King, mm-hmm. and they say this. But you never thought that when he was alive. No. You never quoted Dr. King. Dr. King never got quoted no. when he was alive. There was no T-shirts with Dr. King on the cover of him when he was alive. It was only after his death. That he, kind of like Muhammad Ali, Skip. I was just going to bring up Ali. Thank you. It's <laughs> the same thought, way. Nobody thought uh, 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 Muhammad Ali like that. He was the spy. Mm-hmm. How dare you not? Everybody else got to go. Even though there were some blacks. There were. That, Dr. King was the same way. Yeah, so Ali was a conscientious subject yeah, to Vietnam. Yes. yes, But Dr. King, Skip, yes. the, way he, the, way the, the way he could, the cadence of his voice. And I, I, I'm a, a student of when people speak. Yep. The cadence in which he spoke. Uh, the rhythmic approach that he took, the way he could elevate his voice and let it drop. And you could hear and you hung on every single word that he said. The, the letter from a Birmingham jail, if you read it, uh, the speech on Washington, if you heard it. Uh, that night before he ultimately lost his life. If you just listen, if you could just close your eyes and listen to the rhythmic. And he's almost like a fine musician or a drummer just beating the drum. And his voice carries that kind of weight and that kind of passion. It's an unbelievable if you, if you love anything, if you have love uh, music, if you love, you know, acting, just listen to Dr. King, one of his speeches, and close your eyes and just hear the rhythmic approach of his voice. It's unbelievable. And I listened to Churchill speak, I've heard JFK speak. Nothing like this No, no. no, Excuse me, not a kid, but nothing like this man. The way he, I mean, his voice just grabs you, and it just holds you, and you just got to hear. Just keep going. Keep going, Dr. King.
1: I have
2: a dream. I have a dream, speech.
1: So, to your final point, we've come a long way from April the 4th, 1968, the day that he gave his life for Mm -hmm. his cause. But we have a long, long, long way to go, which is why... We celebrate this day, and we sit back, I hope, and remind each other that we do have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. And I do love how we celebrate it. I know we opened the show talking about this, but I, I love the way this day and the celebration gets enhanced yes. by a full slate of NBA games. Right. It's really it, – it feels
2: – NFL got involved. They say, we That's put, what we I said. Put
1: a- but this is the first time ever. Yeah. We've never had a Monday night NFL playoff game, game that caps off MLK Day, and it just makes it even more special
2: to it, me. It is ironic, Skip. One of the last states to declare Dr. King a yeah. national holiday was Arizona, where the Super Bowl being played. And the NFL said, we're not bringing the game there until you do it. And? It's amazing the world, what they will. Yeah. To get the Super Bowl and make some money, it's amazing what people will do, Skip.
1: Thank you. Bingo.
4: Very well said, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for sharing your thoughts on this extremely important holiday. All right, Skip. Speaking of that NFL game yeah. you just brought up, I know you will be glued to it tonight. <laughs> Cowboys and Buccaneers, the final wild card game to be played. Dallas remains a two and a half point favorite, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, we're hanging on every word. Who wins?
2: Against my better judgment, I'm taking them rotten, stinking Cowboys. Are you really? Skip, I, because I, I've been saying this for like, for like week nine, week ten on, when I knew there was no chance the Cowboys are catching the Eagles. I say the best spot for them, Skip, was to be in the five seed because they're going to play the four seed, which is going to be Tampa or Carolina, which will be, that's a terrible division. I said, you can't get any better than that. Yeah, I know you're going to have to take your show on the road, but you're playing against a team that you should beat. And I understand that the Cow—Skip, and I, I, I've always liked being a team, that if I played a team earlier in the year and we lost, I always felt comfortable because I know we are going to make changes. Because the yeah. other team that you won, what type of changes are you going to make? You, you won the game. Yep. Yeah. So I like the Cowboys in this situation. The question for me, can Dak avoid the late, costly turnover? And Dak- Jerry said, well, turning the ball over isn't in Dak DNA. It's funny. I went back and looked. Skip, did you know Dak led the league in fumbles and fumbles lost in 2021? Mm-hmm. And in 2018, he led in fumbles and he finished one off the lead in fumbles mm-hmm. lost. So c- clearly, in seven, years, in seven years, three of the years, he almost led the league in turnovers. So that is in his DNA.
1: And he just led the league in interceptions, tied four.
2: Ta-da! Yep. So guess what? That is in Dak's DNA. Mm-hmm. Hopefully not tonight. Yep. Uh, hopefully, they, they did a, a, a paternity test, and that's not the DNA. <laughs> Jared Springer, he's not. That's, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, he's that's not. True. So, Skip, I'm going to take the Cowboys. The Cowboys are ranked second in both pass rush, win rate, sack yep. rate, and they finish first in quarterback pressure. They're prime. If they can't get to Tom Brady, you tell me this offensive line is beat up. Uh, Donovan Smith is questionable. Uh, uh, Tristan Worth is nursing that ankle. You lost your center. If they can't get to if they, they have got to disrupt Tom Brady tonight. If you don't disrupt Tom Brady tonight, yep. you're going home. I hear you.
1: In the end, I agree with you. But give me a minute because I got a whole <laughs> lot to say about this. Because just me personally, I'm actually stuck with this one, because I predicted before the season that my Cowboys would beat the Bucs on opening night at Jerry World and that the Bucks would avenge that defeat in the NFC championship game. <laughs> and unfortunately for me, that game has come two weeks earlier than I expected that Great. it would. So now I'm stuck bef- between the proverbial rock, my Cowboys, and a very hard place to win a playoff game which is at Tampa against the one guy in sports I always say I don't bet against. Okay. That guy, Thomas <laughs> Edward Patrick Brady Jr., even though he's now 45 years of age. Yet, last night I finally just slapped myself in the face and I said, just sit back and look at the big picture. What's the big picture here? Okay. It, it's, it's real simple to me. The Cowboys are just they're much better than the Bucs. I was going to say a little, but they're they're much better. Yes. In every way, shape, and form, they are better than the Buccaneers are or have been all year. The, the issue becomes, for me, that the Bucs, weirdly, have peaked. I don't know what they have to peak with, but, but however good they are, they're that good right now. Okay. Ha- because they had their one moment in the sun against Carolina for all the marbles in a lousy division, and— Brady throws for 432, and they, they look like kind of like a football team that day. And they won a game they absolutely had to win, or we'd, been, we'd be having a different conversation right now. And then Brady insists on playing at Atlanta. At least they took the opening drive and went 70 yards with it, and then he stays in there and they kind of fumble and stumble around. But still, I have to think they feel a little better about themselves than the Cowboys do because while the Bucks have quote-unquote peaked, the Cowboys have unpeaked. Yeah. I don't have any evidence over the last, really, five weeks to say they can go in there and romp and stomp tonight the way I think they should. I told you three or four weeks ago when I was looking down the track and saying, what if they wind up at Tampa? I was thinking they'd be a seven-point favorite in this game. Well, they're still two-and-a-half, and and that should tell you something. The Osmakers are still saying they're a better team.
2: Well, maybe they'll do something good because you don't have any expectations for them.
1: well, Well, I don't. So... It almost reminds me of the the what is direct TV commercial about Cowboys and the housewives. Right. You know, Cowboys, housewives, Cowboys, housewives. Well, well, too often over the last five games, the Cowboys have played the way Dak and CD do against the housewives, right. which is horrendous, right? Yeah. They've yeah. just fallen all over the right. place and fallen out of bounds and fallen into the sideline. Th- that's how they have played. Cowboys, housewives, it's, it's against the housewives. So look, in the end, I'm ride or cry with the Dallas Cowboys. And it's been a lot of crying uh, that yes, I've had. To yes. do. But it, it just seems to me that they just should win this game, which would be, as you know, their first road playoff win in inconceivably 30 years, years. 30 years. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They're 0 for 8 over the last 30 years. And yeah. I was there, front row of the breast box, in that game at the end of the 1992 season at San Francisco. And they seem like hopeless underdogs. They weren't ready to break through. They're too young. But they had added Charles Haley, and you know what happened that day? Aikman hit Alvin Harper at the end of the game for a big breakaway touchdown, and that, that did it. We beat Steve Young and Jerry right. Rice. And if you told me, if you'd slap me in the face that day and say, would you believe you just witnessed the last playoff game your team is going to win for 30 years, I would have laughed in your face. Of course, because, everybody would have. Well, who wouldn't? Because I thought I was in the middle of a dynasty. Yeah. And if we had to
2: go on the road and win a game yeah. with the dynasty, surely we could go on the road. I mean, right? the oldest guy on the team at that point in time, of a skill player, was probably tr- Probably Michael at twenty-five. He was. That that is exactly right. You know, they should have won like five in a row, but you know what happened. But, but Skillet, Okay. To your point, when you say the Cowboys should win, with the exception of maybe quarterback, you have a better offensive line. You can run the ball better. Now I believe I believe Tampa has better receivers, receive but you might have the better receiver. Defensively, okay, I'll buy that. I think defensively, you're better. You can get after the quarterback better. I think your second, your secondary took a little notch uh, hit when you lost your corner, but overall, I still think you guys are better. I think you're better in the special teams area. Now, I don't know coaching. I don't know about that. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, I, I, I can't, know about I can't that. go there. <laughs> so, so with that being said, I'm a, I'm going to agree. Okay. With the exception of quarterback, the Cowboys have the better team. Okay, I'm going to pile on to your point this is
1: 12 and five versus eight and nine that that's where you start and then to your point we're number one on defense and takeaways number one in the whole NFL yes. which makes us number two in the all-important telltale stat of turnover differential we're number two to Philadelphia in the whole league yes that should play tonight yes and we are number one in in Pass rush pressure rate, number yep. one in the yep. whole league. And guess what? Brady's offensive line is 24th in pass block win rate. Yeah. Well, don't you like number one versus number 24? I, do. I, I just do. All right. The Bucks are dead last in running the football, which has made Tom Brady, would you believe, dead last in play action pass rate dead yeah. last he's he's yeah. he's 15 well, percent of the can't time run, if you, well, can't you can't run
2: can't, the ball well, why why am i biting on the fake why would you do that <laughs> why,
1: why would you stick it in somebody's gut because no they're yeah. laughing at you yeah so 50 only 15 percent of the time has he tried to play fake okay yeah okay so it, again this is huge advantage dallas okay so then i look at Dak should have all night to throw tonight because the Bucks are graded by Pro Football Focus 28th in pass rush. Yes. They're the, the flip side of us. We can. We haven't lately, but we, we have the potential to come and unload on you with our pass rush. Listen, it's Micah's night. He's talked a good game this week. He's been awfully quiet over the last, what, five weeks, yeah. six weeks, maybe. But tonight, he rises and shines, and he got Brady twice in that opener. I, I think he sh- he he could
2: get him three times Yeah, he tonight. needed to get him two or three times. Okay. Skip. And you look uh, at Brady. Brady ranged 29th in QBR, 6.7. He's 31st in yards per attempt, 3.3. Yep. And he threw the third most interceptions, six of his nine, okay. when getting pressure. All right. So that's the key, Skip. You got to get him off that mark.
1: Get him off that mark. I saw a stat. I think it was on ESPN. The other, was it this morning? I can't remember. I watched so much. But, but there was a. A stat about if he throws it in underneath two point five seconds, where he just bam gone. Yeah. That that he's top ten in stats, but if it's over two point five, he's bottom. I think he's twenty fifth in overall right. stats. Mm-hmm. So so it's just a matter of.
2: You got to take away. Take, skip. You got to take away take that away the first read. read.
1: Take away the first read. All right. So the receivers to that point, they're graded nineteenth overall by Pro Football Focus. Gronk nor AB is walking through that nah, door. It's They're over. just not. You and, got and, what you got. Okay, you got the two rookie tight ends. You kind of like Kate I like Odden, but he's just But he's just a kid, you know, and
2: Cole Cal- uh, 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 uh Brady, what's the, uh, the tight end? I think he hurt his knee, so he might be out. The, Kyle Rudolph. Oh, Kyle
1: Rudolph. Yeah, yeah. He came out of the doghouse the other day, and then it uh, sounds like he's hurt. Yes. So. <sighs> What do we have here? We, we, all, we have one, one saving grace on the other side is Brady. He led the NFL in fourth quarter yards passing and touchdown passes. Why was that? Because oftentimes they were sometimes almost hopelessly behind. So you can say some empty calorie yards, some garbage time yards. But to me, the way you win this game is... You have to do it convincingly because you can't let him have a chance have to, beat to beat you, you at, the at the end. So, to You're me, right, I agree. my prediction is my team will be up by 17 going to the fourth quarter because I think you need to be up 17. I'm 17? Serious. Well, you have to be. It, you,
2: you saw what he did to the Saints. He, he, they're, they're up 14 and he got them. So, so, so you said you believe your Cowboys are fixed. Whatever the ails them. Yeah. Mike but, McCarthy gonna give him that. He gonna give that fire and brimstone he, pregame he, speech. He, listen.
1: They're a really good football team. Yes. We saw it. We, they went to Minnesota and won 40 to three, yeah. right? We, we saw them score 33 points in the fourth quarter against Indy. I can go on. I can go. We saw what they did to Philly's defense, even though it was Gardner Minshew on the other side. The point is, you need to be up. I, I got them up. I, I'm going to say they're up 27 to 10 reminiscent of Jacksonville going to the fourth quarter, 27 to 10 Dallas and that they hang in and hang on 27 to 17 is my final score. That's how you beat this guy in this game at his house.
2: Okay, and then I guess they now they got Tom Brady going to San Fran or Oakland. Well, I mean, excuse me, Oakland, the d- Vegas. D- d-
1: that would seem to be the the next. Move. I, yeah, I think
2: I definitely think the Raiders are the team that would be in play, okay. considering his relationship with Josh.
1: All right, what's your score? I got 27-17, Dallas. You've got the Cowboys, the low-down, stinking Dallas Cowboys. 22-20. 22-20. Yeah. Well, so they're going to have to hang in. The yeah. goat's going to have a chance to get them yeah. in the end. They're going to be 22-14. And okay. there they go. Yeah. Okay. remember, two years ago on opening Thursday night, they thought they had him, and Dak scored too early. Dak threw for 403. Right. And the GOAT got the ball back, and he goes right, right down the field and gets a walk off, and they lose 31 to 29. Yes. Okay. So I don't want to see that. Michael. Micah. It's Micah. Up did, Micah needs to have three. He does. Th- this is a mild three Micah flags, night. Yep. A couple of tackles for losses. I got it. I agree. Here we go.
4: Well, guys, this is an interesting twist. The Bucks just activated center Ryan Jensen off injured reserve. He's been on he IR all go. season long yeah. with a knee injury. Has to go. Be curious yeah. to see how much he's able to go tonight. Okay, still to come this morning. Shannon, did the Lakers make a mistake not calling a timeout late Ooh. in that loss to the Sixers <sighs> last night? We're going to break down this one on the other side of this break. The Lakers had a chance to get a go-ahead bucket last night against the 76ers with a final possession. After grabbing the rebound, Russell Westbrook takes it himself and then, oh, loses it trying to drive on Joel Embiid. Shannon, were you okay with the Lakers not calling a timeout and the ball staying in Russ's hands?
2: I was okay with them not calling timeout, Skip. I think Deham did not want them to set their defense. He felt he had them in a situation they were back on their heels. I do wish Russ would have given the ball up. But Russ played well, so he played great last night, Skip. He played really well. Yep. But unfortunately, the only thing that people are going to remember was the last play of the game. And it was, a you know, he uh, uh, Embiid, it's going to be tough to get the ball over Embiid. Uh, Niang rotates, and it seemed like he was trying to make a pass to uh, Brown Jr. in the far corner. Uh, he tried to throw it, and Niang got his hands up. I think they gave Niang a credit for a block. They did? But... but and that's the thing. I, w- I wish you'd have given the ball up. LeBron had it going last night. Skip, 15 or 23, considering he was, what, 9 of 28, 9 of 27 on, on the, the previous game. And he didn't shoot the ball well. He didn't shoot the ball from three well, one for five. But overall, Skip, he shot the ball really well. And besides, you don't need a three. You only need a two. So I wish LeBron, he would have given the ball to LeBron, and LeBron would have went and gotten the, asked for the ball. But he said, you know what, Russ got it. And once he bobbled it, I already know it's going to – I said, man, this thing ain't going to end well with this situation. No. Uh, but Russ was, was explaining it after the game. He said uh, 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 Embiid grabbed his arm, off-arm and kept, it from, and kept it from going up. That's what he just said. Just like the other night, the two-minute report, they say LeBron got fired by Christian Wood, Skip. He did. Yeah.
1: No, he did. I I thought that then. So he should have been able to go to the free throw line and, and make, make it. one free throw. And make it. We
2: just got to make one out we'd, of two, and we'd, it's over. We'd have we'd, we'd, we'd made we'd okay. both of them. But anyway. Yeah, Skip, I, yeah, I do. I don't have – a Skip. A lot of people had a problem with D- Darwin not calling timeout. I have no problem with that, Skip, because we see that a lot. We get them in a situation, Skip, they're back on their heels. We don't want them to set their defense. We feel that we, we, know, we, we can run a play with LeBron and, and, and Russ on the court, two guys that, that play the game at a very, very high level and can yep. still make the right play. I just wish Russ would have given that ball to LeBron or LeBron would have demanded it. But he's like, Russ, got it. Let me stay, let me stay over here. Make, you know, don't bring any more traffic towards him. Yep. But yeah, Skip, I, this was a Skip, you, 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 you gotta, when you're in the position that they're in, you gotta win these games, Skip. I mean, you wasted. I mean, LeBron gave you 25, 35, 10, and 8, Skip. Russ gave you a 20-point triple-double. I mean, LeBron was plus 19. I mean, nobody had, nobody, nobody that was on the court had a better plus-minus than LeBron. LeBron was plus 19. He was. Yep. 15 or 23, 4 or 5. And, again, another great performance gone by the wayside. Yep. Here we go again. This
1: is getting harder and harder to watch. And, by the way, before I launch into what happened in the final sequence, if, if I could show you one play that Russ made or didn't make, with this is early in the game, 10-26 left in the first quarter. I, I'm sure you remember this like what 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 is that what? can you help me out what what is that help me out he's an nba superstar player he's a first ballot hall of famer i i don't know what that was i've never seen in fact in all my years that i started covering the lakers out here in the middle 70s i've never seen a turnover like that one i don't know what it was but but the point is it's hard for me to trust Russ at the end of a game yes. because of plays like that. Even though I look at these numbers, they are sensational. Yes. He scores 20. He has 14, 14, rebounds. 14 rebounds. 14 rebounds. He's, what, six two or 3", yes. whatever you give him, Six two and, and 11 assists. So he has a triple-double off the bench. He played more minutes than usual last night because he, he was going. And, and Darvin said, I'm going to let you go. Yes, okay. and, and, and rightfully so. so rightfully so. LeBron didn't have a good game. He had a great game overall because 15 of 23 is just hard to do. And listen, <laughs> he is still the best driver yes. for the ball in, in the game. I, he, he had mid range going last night, okay. too, no skill. He had his mid range going. He had everything going except the three ball, and he continues to be dead last in three point shooting. I don't know what's happened, but now he's getting snake bitten because they're lipping out, and he just can't get it. We just need a few of them to okay. go down. You just need to make a couple. Because he's a career thirty-four percent. So he should be able to creep back up to that. Yes. But the point is that's not his strength. No. His strength is playing bully ball because when he he, he did a spin move last night. You at, saw that? At, at you age saw that? 38, at 38.
2: Yeah, yeah. I saw that too. Was I saw like what you saw. <laughs> yeah. A spin
1: move, I said that, that looked like a 22-year-old move mm-hmm. to me. I I don't even know how he did it. But but he puts the numbers up. He almost had a triple-double. So he goes 35. Ten. Eight and, and ten, yeah. you know, ten assists, yep. okay? And and it's very close. He should get his ten rebounds, but that, sometimes it's just unlucky. So the point is, you almost had two first ballot Hall of Famers have triple doubles. Mm-hmm. That's how you stayed in the game. That's how you had a chance to win the game at the end of the game, even though Joel Embiid, I, I'm not saying he had a great game, but 12 out of 21 to, to give you 35 and 11 and 4 is, is pretty great. Yeah. He he missed three free throws. He usually doesn't he went nine out of twelve, but usually he's better than that. And he made a couple of threes. Yep. And really the difference in the game is they made
2: twelve and you made six that, threes. That, that's that's the difference okay. in the game. Because All you right. look at the shooter percentage skip. Yeah. We were at fifty five percent, they were at fifty percent. You look at the threes, they're thirty percent, thirty-five percent, but it's the six mate that's eighteen points. That's plus right. eighteen. Okay. Rebound, we're right there. Turnovers, you know, nine to nine. Okay. Now we get to my
1: peris peeve about your team. Somebody has to close the basketball game. Somebody has to say, "Give me the ball and get out of my way because I got you. I got this." Maybe you do it at the free throw line, maybe you do it assisting the basketball, but you just do it. The the game and the ball has to be in somebody's hands, and last night it wound up in Russ's hands. So I look at what what happened to LeBron? I just said he had a great game because he did, and he had it going. So with 3:19 left in the game, he shoots a one of his little turnaround fadeaways, and and just ripped it to cut the lead to one point. Right after three nineteen, LeBron didn't score another point. Well, it's it's no good because he's your best player right. without AD by far. Yeah. And I don't want Russ mucking it up. I I want the ball in LeBron's hands because he missed a, a turnaround with two twenty left. That that would have been to go up three. So that right. would have been a big shot. And then remember. The the play they challenged the ball off Winion Gabriel, well, that's a turnover by LeBron because it was a hard pass to catch, and Winion is not the greatest hands right. in the history of basketball. Remember, they Doc challenged it, and they won the challenge, right. so it's Philly's ball because it's off Gabriel. Okay, so that's a turnover with 106 left, so we're getting late in the game, and then LeBron had a great assist. He made the right play. 37 seconds left. He just kicks it to Troy Brown in the corner, and that puts you back in position to be just down one. One. Okay, so here we go with the last play. So if we could see it run again, the sequence of it. Embiid said after the game he wanted a foul on this play because Russ is banging him and banged him pretty hard, but they're not going to call that 6-3 on seven feet. So Russ got the ball. And LeBron is just drifting up the right but side. But he he's like, is Russ, he, Russ is going to yeah.
2: take it. Uh, you see, everybody, did. look at everybody's face to the foot. They're like, okay, Russ. Yep.
1: Okay, okay, Russ. And to your point, once he dribbled off his foot for a second and lost it, then he lost all his rhythm, yep. Yep. and he kind of lost his way. He, he didn't seem to have a good plan after that. I don't know. Is he trying to pass it? He said he was trying to shoot it. I, I don't know what he was trying to do. I, I'm not sure. I, I think at one point he thought he was going to dunk it. But, but oh. you, you, you got a seven footer on you, and Niang ends up getting the block oh. on on coming across. But Darwin's point was, I got a cross match. I I got six three on seven feet. Right, and he said, I'll take it any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Well, this happened to be on Sunday, right. so you're saying I'd take it twice right. because I'm going to let it play out. But here's the problem with Russ, he's a pretty pathetic jump shooter. He's been making some lately that have surprised me. Right, mm-hmm. so. The, the point is, when, when you get the cross match, how how can you abuse the seven-footer? Well, usually you just you, you just go and, and come, and yeah. you, you step back like, and, shoot and shoot a jump shot, right. okay? Because he's stumbling and falling right. back on skates. Sometimes you can blow by, sometimes. But, but Joel Embiid is, I, I keep telling you, he is number one in the defensive power range, uh, race, wind you know, the windshare. So so he's number one, yeah. and he's really good. He's got, for his side, the reason he's so good His feet are pretty quick for a man that tall. He was a soccer player. Okay. He was a soccer player. So it's hard to deal with him for Russ because Russ doesn't have the weapon that you need to deal with him, which is a step-back jump shot that you completely trust I can just nail this on you.
2: I mean, mean, if it's Steph Curry, he's just going to say, I got this. But still, Skip. To be able to elevate and get up over seven two. Yeah. Now, now, because that's not a just that's not a six five guy that you're no. shooting over. You're shooting over a seven two, and guys, he's going to challenge the shot now. Okay. He's going to challenge it. All
1: right. So this is just me, and you said it, and and I co sign it. If I'm LeBron James, I I don't want to show him up. I am bolting across the court to say, give me the ball because you got enough time to go get the ball. Well, you to show him up. You're going to show him up, but it's okay. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> the, the, there are too many of these unclosed games. You've had, you had the one in Philadelphia yeah. where you roared back and went to overtime and then nobody did. not right. They got zonked in well, you, overtime. Because you
2: missed two free throws that would have won you the game in regulation okay. you okay. wouldn't even got to overtime.
1: Right. I, I got it. But somebody has to say no. somebody Because I don't want to see Russ try to close the game, even though he had played very well. And LeBron had played well earlier in the fourth right. quarter. Right. He, he's got a hot enough hand. I trust LeBron more right. than Russ at that point. Just give me the ball, and let me see if I can work it, and, and it's going to be helter-skelter on, on all yeah. accounts. Everybody's going to be mixed up
2: and yeah. messed up. But I agree with you. Once he once he bobbled that ball, he yeah. lost his rhythm. He lost his cut. Now he has to look back at the clock Go, how much time do I got? And it's just, it's hell in the handbasket from that point. <laughs> well,
1: there you go. And I, I'm like, I just sat back and said,
2: are you kidding me? No, nah, I said the exact same thing. Sure. I just knew we had this one, Skip. I said, we got this one. I, I think you probably said it in a little different way than <laughs> yeah, I are did. you kidding I me? Did. I, I did I there did. I did. There might
1: have been a couple of more words. Because
2: at that point in time, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with the uh, I had come upstairs, I was done because I was watching them split screen. I was watching the Bengals and I was watching yeah. LeBron now. So I come upstairs and say all my attentions on, I said, I gotta watch Braun, all my attentions on Braun. Like, <laughs> oh, we got that. I said, oh yeah, Braun go in there. I'ma have a look, have a little. <laughs> My little billboard thing. Yep. I don't have a goat bath. Yeah,
1: mm, close, but no cigar.
2: <sighs> it's just bad. I don't know. Ooh, you realize the, you've been passed the by the get Thunder now. Bite?
4: It's the I bite apple tonight, gentlemen. They're at the end of a back-to-back. They've got the Houston Rockets. We got to the get these boys. We got to get these young. You
2: get they the young. young Skip. They got them fresh legs, man. Them just to run all day. They do. They shoot all day, too.
4: (laughs) They do. Let's get get back to the gridiron, guys, when we come back. Will the winner of tonight's Cowboys Bucks game be destined to lose next week in San Francisco? We'll explain coming up in just a moment.
0: I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg.
4: In the second half, the 49ers ended up demolishing the Seahawks' final score 41-23 to in that wild-card matchup over the weekend. San Francisco now waits to play host to the winner of tonight's Cowboys-Bucks game. Shannon, are the 49ers now a lock to win the NFC? No,
2: they're not a lock, uh, but uh, Kyle Kyle has done a great job with Brock Brock Purdy. Um, He's maximized those weapons. Christian McCaffrey has been unbelievable. Now you got Debo, you got George Kittle. Skip, you got the guys that are so good with run after the catch. You can hand it to C-Mac, you can throw it to C-Mac, and again, he's healthy now, and healthy, he's the most versatile back in football. No other back can do what he can do consistently as, or as well as he can. Debo comes out, you know what Debo does. He's tremendous run after the catch. He's going to move the chains. George Kittle, he's going to move the chain. Hurdy he did an unbelievable job, Skip. He should have had four touchdowns because he hit uh, uh, Brandon Ayuk right between the ones. He did, he and dropped he, he dropped it. He did. So he should have had four touchdown passes and one rushing. And then the defense started to get after. They started to get after. Uh, 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 Geno turned him over, and they didn't look back after that. But Skip, uh, no, it's that's uh, uh, not 505 total yards, 24 first down. They've only punted the ball once. Skip, Kyle Shanahan can just flat out call plays. I mean, he makes guys like a a Brock Purdy. You saw what he did with Mullins. Those guys, when Jimmy G got hurt, he was getting those guys. I mean, they're just guys to throw for 300 yards. And so now that he has a guy in Brock Purdy, and and he's not perfect, but they said, look, we're going to run the ball well enough. Guys are going to be wide open. You just put the ball and then let Debo do what he does. Mm -hmm. Let Ayuk, let Kittle, let these guys do what they do. It's going to be a tough out. For whomever Dallas or the or the uh, uh, Bucks to go there and win this ball game because they got an offense that can put points on the board a bunch of them and they got a defense that can get after you um, uh, Bosa he didn't have they didn't he got, got the fumble recovery but we know what they can do Armstead we know Ekuban we know they can get after the quarterback and 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 Fred Warner is the best middlebacker in football the secondary skip I saw some things uh, 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 DK. Had a pretty big ball game. He did. Now, everybody that they're gonna face moving forward got receivers out the yin-yang. Philly has two of them. Dallas has CD. Uh they 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 played Tampa earlier and they did a great job neutralizing <sighs> uh Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. But they're gonna have to get they're gonna have the hands full moving forward. Mm-hmm. But no, they're not a lock, Skip. They're not they're not a lock because Purdy is still a rookie. Mm-hmm. Let's not lose sight of that. Yep. And and in and, and, and the merger, we haven't had a rookie lead a team to the no. Super Bowl.
0: No.
1: Okay, I hear everything you just said, and I, I underline your final point about Brock Purdy. Because at a glance, the 49ers look to me like a dead solid lock because they have the best defense. And now, even with the rookie quarterback, they have the best offense. Mm-hmm. They obviously have the best play caller. They have the best weapons. They have the best offensive line. They have the best defensive line. I could just go on and on. They just have Locke written all over them except for the quarterback (laughs) who has played sensationally. And yet, here's my point about Brock Purdy. You would think that given this Maserati that he's been handed the keys Mm -hmm. to, that he would need to be the classic game manager going forward and just try to drive it at 35 miles an hour under the speed limit and be sure you keep it on the road right yep he's the opposite of a game manager he races the moder- maserati <laughs> he, he throws it
2: all over the yeah, lot cowlers trust him
1: yeah he trusts him and and the kid has got big swagger the kid is really starting to feel full of himself in a good way, where he he's liable to try anything. And we saw it when the Bucks went out there. What was the final thirty-five to seven? It was a mm-hmm. destruction game. Yeah. It was an
2: embarrassment. Yeah, twenty-eight nothing at the yeah, half, yeah, I think. Yeah, it and was. Got up, yeah.
1: It was, tw- it, 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 it was a- as thorough a beating as you'll see Brady ever take because he just he had no shot. right He had no chance. N- neither did his team have a chance. And Brock Purdy's making throws in the first half that are just taking your breath away. <laughs> like, <laughs> how did he do that? How did he do that? Right. Well, he's got the best weapons in football. Yeah. All told, the best r- running backs and receivers in football. And that play Debo made the other day, that 74-yarder, where he just turns it yep. up. I, my God! I used to think his strength was his strength. Now, he, now I'm thinking his strength is his speed and his strength, yeah, yeah. right? He's tremendous runner for the. Camp. We can fly, man. Mm-hmm. For for I
2: don't know what he weighs. What do we give him? Two twenty or something? Yeah, like he look. Yeah, he pretty solid. That's why they could to, yeah. put him in the backfield. Skill, but if you think about it, think huh. about what what huh. Kyle did with Jimmy G. Remember against the Green Bay Packers. He let him throw the ball eight times. Say, you're not finna monk this up. And in the divisional round the week before that, he let mm-hmm. him throw it 19 times. Mm-hmm. This kid throwing the ball 30 times, oh, 33, 34 he times a game. He, he
1: can do it. We got one. We've discovered. We, we got Eureka. We found gold in them Dar Hills, and, <laughs> right? The 49ers are named for the gold rush, rush. right? Yep. They used to call their pass rush the gold rush, rush, right? Back in the day when I was back here at the LA yeah. Times. But the point is, to your point, in the end, there's one big X factor, and it's Mr. Irrelevant. I, I don't care. We're, we're about to talk about Skylar Thompson, who went actually one pick before Mr. Irrelevant <laughs> went in the, in the final round out of Kansas State. But right. but Mr. Irrelevant was the last pick, and he's become the most relevant right. player in the whole tournament yeah. right now. So, to me, he came out a little overamped, and I'm going to show you a couple of quick plays on their first drive where I said, this is where Seattle has to just go catch the football because if you go catch it, you, you suddenly heap the pressure right back on the kid. This is his first throw of the game. He just throws one. I, I have no idea what that was.
2: If,
3: if,
1: if, if Diggs gets it, I, I don't know what's going to happen. You know, it, it changes the whole dynamic of the game say, what? because what, what, what are you doing? I, I don't know. I don't know. And then he tries another one down near the goal line on a third down play. If we could see the, the second one in this drive, they end up having to take a field goal right. on this drive. But he throws one into traffic, and I—I I, I don't know, I—I'm not sure where this one was going. But it was—it
2: it, it was going to the house of the new to
1: That's the house. <laughs> I, I'm just telling you. He—he he tries some of those throws where you say, "Young man, what what were you thinking?" Well, he's a young man. Right. He's a rookie getting right. thrown into the biggest bonfire you could get thrown into because he knows deep down, I can't be the reason. That we don't go places because this team is poised for
2: takeoff. Man. This team is good enough, Skip, to go as far as they want to go. They're overqualified at every position except quarterback. Every every. That's position. the one position.
1: And, and yet, if I show you his numbers over the last whatever it's been five games, but, you'd yeah. say they're qualified, yeah. man, because he looks like he's Joe Montana.
2: Yeah. As you said, he threw for more yards. Would yeah. you look at uh, thirty-three carries for a buck eighty-one? Yep. You get three. You get uh, eighteen to thirty for three thirty-two. <laughs> No, and a clean game. Clean. No, no turnovers. None. Okay? Man, it's hard to get 500 yards in the playoffs. I don't care who you're playing.
1: All right, so let's do potential narratives and storylines coming out of the game tonight at Tampa. Mm-hmm. You got my Cowboys. Yes. One year ago yesterday, they laid the biggest egg at home <laughs> against this team without Brock Purdy. It was Jimmy G. Right. And they were about to take off and go beat right. Aaron Rodgers up at, at – Packer land, right, at Lambeau. Yeah, it might be better. Okay. But they, they look better now than they looked then because I thought my Cowboys could handle them pretty easily. I think one reason, C-Mac. Okay. They, well, can he, run they didn't better. have they, it. They, they can That's run it true. better now than they could then. Okay. So I thought we got them yeah. and we don't got them because <laughs> my team was not ready to play. Right. And lo and behold, we just fumble and stumble, and we look up, and, and yeah. we're hopelessly yeah. behind. And we rallied late, as Dak often does late <laughs> with some <laughs> empty calories. And there was the controversial: the ref couldn't come in in time to set the ball. Yeah, but you, you and I went re- crazy. You about why would
2: Usain Bolt? Why is it Usain Bolt the <laughs> referee? I, I needed on, Usain <laughs> Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> you talking about yeah. the guy? The guy when he was lagging. I
1: think come on. Okay. Sk- <laughs> well, we deserved one last throw at it from like what was about 30 yards away. Yeah. One last sort of mini hail mary. To win the game, we had a chance, but we didn't do it. Right. So I've been saying all year, we will get even with the 49ers. And then they go get C Mac. Right. And now out of heaven falls into their lap, Brock, Brock Pur- Purdy, yeah. and he's pretty great. Right. And all of a sudden I'm saying, I, I don't know about my narrative of
2: revenge. So with that being okay. said, I mean we talked about it earlier, Skip. You like Brian Dayball. Are we sure Kyle Shanahan, with the job that he did with Brock Purdy, yeah. going
1: 13 and 4? Uh, are you sure just the, the degree of difficulty is just it's it's higher in New York because right. of what they used to be.
2: Skip, you do have right. the fifth pick of the draft. You got I got, I got Mr. Irrelevant. True, yeah. The,
1: the fifth pick in the draft is
2: dangerous. Johnny, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you
1: got to feel. pick in the draft. Thibodeau was the – is he Thibodeau or Thibodeau? <laughs> Thibodeau yeah. is the, the – he was the fifth pick in the draft yeah. this year. Yeah. Okay. All right, I, I got all that. But, by the way, speaking of the Giants, when you talk about team of destiny, yeah. it, it, it it might be destiny for the 49ers. What if the Giants – and I give them a good shot. What if they go beat the Eagles? Well, then they wind up at, at San
2: Francisco, yeah. right? Or you, or in the NFC could. Championship game. Or how would that work, Skip? If the Cowboys – so that means the Giants would have to go to the Cowboys because the Cowboys got a better record. Theoretically, okay. the Cowboys could have okay. a home
1: game. Okay, if they go beat San Francisco. Right. Okay. Now, the other narrative would be this one. And I think this is intriguing, but I just don't know. Tom. If you, it, it would be Tom going back there because I promise you the Shanahans have said no to Tom twice Right. when he left New England, New England. the first time. Yeah. And then – this past offseason yeah. when he, quote, unquote, retired. I, I've been told that he, he's, he offered up his services because right. you want to talk about a storybook finish. Right. He would go home to the Bay Area. He grew up just, just up the freeway, mm-hmm. the 101. And he was a big Montana fan. He was at the catch game, the Dwight Clark mm-hmm. game. Well, it'd be beautiful to go home. But the problem is the Shanahans don't want to cede complete control they of
2: don't. the offense to Tom Brady because it's what they do. Yeah, and cow and, and coach is hard now. He, he coaches, hard. He, he, well, hey, I, coaches I, I, hard. I played for his dad. I know. And he coaches a lot like his dad. So he don't. Yeah. they don't They don't bite their tongue a whole lot. Plus, they got
1: iron fists around yes. that offense. Yes. It's the way they do it. Right. And you know what happens when the 45-year-old walks yeah. in the door. It, it's going to have to be the way. offense to him. Yeah. And if you did go win the Super Bowl with Tom Brady, guess who would get the credit yeah. for it? He would. Right. And and this is their team and their offense. Right. And their approach right. and their philosophy, and so they said no to him. And I believe that infamous quote, "You're going to keep that," you know, blankety what. blank. Uh, I think it was referring to Jimmy G. Yeah. Okay, well, well, Fitzpatrick th- said he was. It was referred to him. I know that's what he said, but I think it was about yeah. Jimmy G. Right. So the the issue becomes, <laughs> what if? What if Brady has to go back there, right. the scene of the crime, because it was, I think I got the score right, 35-7. to It was a complete wipeout, right? It was a beatdown yeah. of massive, purpo- of epic it proportions. Was. Yeah, it was. Because it was the GOAT looking hapless, looking right. like he should go home off that game. Right. Well, could he go there and, and dredge up a semblance of respect in that game?
2: Well, you see what he did now, New Orleans. He yep. lost twice to them and needed to get the rematch. He yep. needed to get it done. And he got it. The well, rubber. Well,
1: he, he would savor this. I just don't know if you're going to go in there with the bodyguards around you to be able to get this done against this right. bunch.
2: Your defense uh, is going to have to play really, really well. Whew, really C, well. I think C Mac had 100 yards against he them did. running the football. He did. He's he's been the biggest difference because Debo, Kittle, Jennings, Ayuk, all those guys have been there. But their ability to consistently run the football now and then play, Skip, that's why the play action is so wide open. I I got it. Look what he went for. (laughs) He carried
1: it only 15 times for 119 yards, and that's eight yards a carry. Yes. Eight yards a carry, you're going to win a lot of games.
2: Debo averaging basically 11 yards a carry on three rushes. So they're very talented. They they got all the making. Do they? But quarterback, are you, are you willing to trust him? Because the pressure only mounts the further you go, I skip. agree. That's the X factor. <laughs> well, maybe, guys, but maybe he doesn't know what he doesn't know. <laughs> maybe.
4: That's a good point. If he keeps winning, we're going to have to change that nickname to Mr. Relevant. I don't know he might
2: be there already.
4: <laughs> All right. Still to come, gentlemen, did the Bills live up to their Super Bowl hype mm. in that wild card win? Got to get your thoughts on that coming up next.
3: And
4: I won't back down. After leading 17 nothing yesterday, Josh Allen and the Bills found themselves down 24-20, partially due to Josh Allen turning that ball over one, two, three times, including a fumble recovery for a touchdown by the Dolphins. Buffalo ended up scoring two touchdowns in the third. They hold on to win 34-31. Shannon, on a scale of 1-10, to how much did Josh Allen and the Bills actually look like a Super Bowl team?
2: Well, you don't need to, Skip, uh, you don't need to look like a Super Bowl team um, in the first round. It's about The first round is always the toughest. You just need to survive in advance. Yep. And then you're like, okay, <sighs> got that one out of the way. And so you go back and make the corrections. I'm going to say they look like offensively once they, I mean, Skip, they jumped out to a 17 nothing lead. So for the first, like the first eight, nine minutes of the game, they looked like a 10. And then they loll around and then they look like a zero. And then they turned it on and stepped on the gas again and got 14 quick points and they look like a Super Bowl of 10. So I would say overall, I'd say a five. I said they look like a Super Bowl team, a five. But Josh Allen finished with 353 yards passing, three touchdowns. The pass that he threw to Gabe Davis, Mm. skip, ain't a whole lot of guys can make that throw. With that kind of accuracy from that angle, 30 yards away, and put it pinpointed on the sideline like that. But he had the three turnovers, and those three turnovers, the two interceptions, and the fumble, the Dolphins converted into 18 points. Skip, he was sacked seven times in three turnovers. That is the most win. That's the, that's uh, uh, tied for the most combined sacks and turnovers by a quarterback in a win mm. since the 70 merger. That's right. Let that sink in. How how rare that is for you to get sacked that many times and turn the ball over and win a playoff game, mm. and he did that. That lets you know that he's made of the right stuff, and they got a very talented football team too. Yeah. Because they got those two receivers, and they got Dawson Knox. Now, they don't run the ball. I thought, thought they wanted, needed to run the ball a little better, and they probably will as you go a little further in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. going to be interesting to see the matchup between them and Cincinnati, Skip. Yep. But I gave them a five because there are some things that, look, this was the first time in franchise history that they've lost a turnover battle and still won a game. Mm. They were 0-13 in previous. So it just goes to show you just how talented this team is, Skip, because there are a lot of firsts. I mean, you get sacked seven times. You turn the ball over three times and you win in the playoffs? Previously, when you lose the turnover battle, you're 0-13 and you win? Uh, I think think, uh, uh, Sean McDermott is looking at those stats. He's saying, guys, this is what happened in the game. We didn't play our best game. We still got 34. Turned it over three times. But you look at all the positives, I'm going to look at the positives. And I think that's the approach Sean McDermott is going to take, Skip. He's going to look at the positive things they did and not dwell on the negative. But, hey, offensively, they got a juggernaut. You got hey, they skip. They got 34 points and had how many yards did they have? They got 34 points, skip, and 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 with three turnovers, 423 423 yards with three turnovers. That's a 500 yard, a clean game. Yep. That's a five five fifty game.
1: So if I just read you these stats, you'd say this is a mismatch, and that it was 45 <laughs> to six, because. The visiting team, the Dolphins, went four of 16 on third down. That's how you get slaughtered. Yeah. The visiting team had a grand total of 231 yards of offense to four-two-three, as you said, for the home team. So it's, you're coming close to doubling them in yes. yards. And yet you say, wait a second, the, the Dolphins had the ball at the end of the game with the chance to go win the game, yeah. right? Yeah. Or at least go tie the I, game. And I wrote down the same number you did because I just averaged it out, but my impress scale is a five for them <laughs> yesterday if we're talking about a Super Bowl impress scale. Right. And it's in part because they miss Von Miller because who wouldn't miss Von Miller, right. right? And they miss Micah Hyde because he's all pro safety, and DeMar Hamlin had stepped in beautifully for him and played really good football, and now they're down – to obviously to the third stringer yeah, yeah. so it's 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 not going to be what what you projected right, it right. was going to be yeah. on defense mm-hmm. so now you say w- what just happened in this game because it's it's kind of baffling well Josh Allen happened for the better and for the worse because he, he made another throw, the, the deep ball to Diggs. Nobody throws a deep ball better oh, either, than this yeah, guy. Oh, I Roddy, forgot about that one, yeah. He, the deep ball to Diggs. This, this is just, just a pressure, zero hey, coverage. Hey, hey, this is just spectacular. You, you, you That's can't. jumping it down the chimney. Okay. That's 50-plus yards. Hey, it, it's just in a little flick of the wrist. Yes. And the ball travels, and you can't throw it.
2: You can't throw it any better no, than that. You just can't throw it any better. So
1: this is what he is capable of. And now, and, and you had the, the other throw that yeah. was sensational. It I mean, takes your breath away. <laughs> Okay, now let's see the turnovers and fumbles. Only one was lost to the fumbles, but he fumbled it three times because he got sacked seven times, and they're strip sacks. If we could see in order of what starts happening here, okay, this is the first one, and he fumbles it, and he goes out of, out of bounds. Okay, careless with the football. And then this is just a fling to nobody. And bad idea, that was Xavier Howard, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then we got another... Ooh, that that hit that hit Cole Beasley in right. the numbers, so I'm not going to pin that. And then this is the disaster play. They got the Dolphins right back in the game, mm-hmm. and here we go again with another strip sack. And they were very fortunate they had to do the blue jerseys fall yeah. on it because that those balls could go anywhere. Yep. So he's he's putting the ball up for grabs five times. Oh yeah, he
2: dodged he dodged some okay. major
1: bullets. Well, he dodged some major bullets because th- they were in they were in danger here from a team that couldn't really move the ball and then in the end mike mcdaniel i thought shot his own quarterback in the foot because they couldn't get the plays in and it kept happening repeatedly and he said on the crucial fourth and one that they got a delay on his quote was that it was articulated to me from upstairs that that it was a a first down not fourth down Right. right And, and he said, I don't really know exactly who was from upstairs, that he got wrong information. Right. Well, okay, so you're throwing your
2: – Yeah, just, just of, write the uh, bullet on that one saying, yeah, yeah we got to yeah. do a better job okay, of getting a better job. But Skip. Jalen Waddle had some big drops early in this well, ball game.
1: He had the one early that that Skyler hit him right right yeah. in the hands with a deep ball, and it could have made the narrative pretty different. Yeah. here because it could have changed. Because
2: the thing is, you want to get up to a great. You're on the roll, Skip. You want to take that ball the first drive. We all. That's one thing that Mike always preach. Let's yeah. try to take the crowd out of it early. Let's take this first drive. If we get this ball. I don't know when they started deferring skill because we never deferred. If we go the court talk, We you know took what? the ball.
1: <laughs> I, I wonder that too, and I always say, why? Why would you do that? We took the ball. I mean, I, aren't you happy you won yeah, the
2: toss? Yeah. We, we believe in our offense. Yeah. I don't, I don't. I don't remember. I don't. I could. I mean, I went out several times, but I don't remember deferring. If we won the court talk. Mike would always tell us if we went the court talk, We won the ball. Well, I, I don't
1: know. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm dumbfounded when they do this. So because it's it's an insult to the other team yeah, sometimes. I mean.
2: You mean yeah. to tell me you want to wait till the second half to see yeah. Elway, myself, T.D., Rod, Ed? Nah, we, no, hey, we no. coming to let you know what you got, what you in for. Yeah,
1: absolutely. <laughs> so, not all that impressed with Josh Allen and the Bills, but wasn't all that impressed with the Bengals either. So, this is going to be
2: it, it could be fireworks. Yeah, this could be. This has to make it a 38, Does something it? like that. Skill. Yes, sir.
4: An important week of preparation and adjustments for both teams, guys. All right. Still sticking with these playoffs. Do you think the Giants are going to be able to stay hot and knock off the top-seeded Eagles next Mm. weekend? Let's dive into that in just a moment. The Giants upset the Vikings yesterday, 31-24. They advanced to the divisional round to face off against the top-seeded Eagles in Philly on Saturday. That's on Fox, by the way. Shannon, what's your early feeling about who wins this one?
2: Skip, I'm, I'm still leaning towards the Eagles, but I'm not as strong. I'm not as bullish as I once was. Yep. I I, I saw what the Eagles did to them in, the, in New York. But I saw what the backups of the Giants came to the Eagles and done. That was a very tough game. I think it ended up being 22-16. The biggest key, how healthy is Jalen Hurts? Is he going to be able to do all the things that he previously were able to do before this injury happened? The Giants are playing with a ton of confidence, and they got house money. Yep. Nobody really expected them to be here. But they're here. They went on the road, and they got a victory. So now, Brian Davos said, look here, guys. We played them to a a, a one-possession game, and we didn't play not one starter. So what you think we can do if we go out there and play our best? Mm -hmm. That defense can be had. We've seen teams have their way with that defense over the last month, guys. Mm -hmm. They're not unbeatable. Nope. They feel real good. Mm. I give them – you know what, Skip? I'm going to give them a 35% chance to spring the upset. Jalen Hurts is going to have to be on his game. He's going to have to be in his bag. Those receivers are going to have to do what they do. And they're going to have to take care of the football because if they don't, Daniel Jones is going to run around and I believe he can make plays. Those receivers are starting to make plays for him. Uh, Yeah, I'm not as bullish. I like Saquon. Saquon is running with authority. He's catching the ball. He's making plays happen. Yeah, Skip, I'm I'm, I'm going to give them a 35% chance to spring the upset. Mm. I'm going to give him a 51% chance. <laughs> you hoping?
1: Man, I can't believe no, you. No, n- I'm not hoping. I, I, I'm just telling you, I know teams of destiny at this time of year, and they got it written all over them. Because the quarterback is not a Kirk Cousins. What I always call Kirk Cousins, an under-talented overachiever. Okay. Th- this guy's the flip side of that. He, he was underachieving because he's got all kinds top. of ability. Yeah. He's got a nice yeah. arm. He can, he can motor, man, yeah, yeah. and, and, and he, he, he seems to have enough quickness. It's not just speed with him. He's got a little quickness in the pocket, some takeoff quickness. Yeah. He's hard to deal with. He's got his confidence finally flowing thanks to his head coach, who I think should be coach of the year. And Saquon, I, I don't love him. He's more of a home run hitter. And and he doesn't punish you. He he can't just like impose his will on your defense right. running the football. But listen, they kept getting him in space yesterday with little flips to the little flares oh, to yeah. the right or the left. Mike, that he hit- Hey, hey, y- 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 you're you're looking at a. a <laughs> A fireball coming mm-hmm. at you. So so they have ability, and I don't love any – they don't have like a star-star receiver, but no. the collection of them is yeah. pretty good, they right?
2: Did. Yeah, they, they did. Hoskins went yeah. over 100 yards. Okay. Uh, Slayton, mm, that, I thought that drop was going to hurt him because he could have the game away. But, yeah. Skip, Dexter Lawrence second. Yes, sir. Did you, I don't know if people watch him because they don't really watch him unless he's a, yep. man, He was blowing it up, and they got it. Big Leonard Williams on the other side they of it, do. and they were blowing it up. And now, they got the kid out of Oregon, yeah, so he's the, coming. Now yeah. you get now you're going against the best offensive line in football, minus probably Lane Johnson. Probably that's going to be the weak link, and okay. they're going to have to help that right tackle. All right,
1: I got it. I love Jalen Hurts, but I don't love how he's setting up for this because now you've got rust on top of injury, and I, it's hard to believe that his shoulder is going to be completely right. I agree. So they're, they're running into a hot, hot team that, that just keeps getting hotter by the week. And, again, it was a wipeout when they played up at the Giants because they went up 21 to nothing on right. them and never looked it back.
2: Up, I think they ended up winning 48-26, yep, something like that. Yep.
1: And now this is going to be a whole different story. And Ooh.
2: confidence. They play, they're playing with a team. They're a team with confidence right now, They believe they can beat them. Now, what sweat is he going to be able to play?
1: I don't know. Good question.
4: Oh, well, Daniel Jones is playing his best football he of his career. Yes. That game kicks at 8:15 Eastern on the NFL on Fox. Hmm. All right, guys, prediction time. Do you think Dak or Brady is going to look better tonight? <laughs> we'll get to that when we come back. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys taking on Tom Brady and the Bucks tonight in Tampa. According to Fox Bet Sportsbook, Dak's over-under for passing yards, 241.5, while Tom Brady's is 275.5. All right, Shannon, who do you think has the better game here, Dak or Brady?
2: Well, both need to play well and not turn the football over, Skip. But the, normally what happens, the quarterback that wins the game, he gets credit for playing the best because we've seen Brady have some stinkers, pull it out of the air, and yeah. they say, well, Brady played the best. I agree. And so I'm going to say Dak because I'm going to Cow- pick the Cowboys to win the ball game. Um, the Bucks activated Ryan Jensen, as Jen mentioned earlier. Uh, he's been getting reps with the first team. He's going to need to play well. Craig Vodestad, his uh, crew is calling the game. They threw the second fewest flags. Huh. So – Boy, you're going third left. Yes, yeah, it's going to be a lot. of So they're going to let him play tonight. Whew. So, Tom, you're not going to get very many cl- clutch and grabbing. So don't be looking at the official throwing your hand up. And you're probably not going to get, if you get slung down, you're probably not going to get a rough in the pass. No. They want you to play. They don't want these officials to have an impact on the game. So I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to go to Dak. I'm going to say Dak because I think the, uh, uh, the uh, Cowboys defense will get to Brady, pressure him, okay. get him off his mark.
1: I do agree with that. But I'm here to tell you, Dak Prescott owes this team off that <laughs> opening night game because you want to talk about a stinker by Rain Dakota Prescott. He was 14 of 29 on opening night at Jerry World mm. against these Bucks. 14 to 20. That, that's not even 50%, 50% that's right? That's not. For a grand total of 134, no touchdowns, and a pick, a QBR of 20 mm. on a scale of 0 to 100. But I remind you. Two years ago, on opening Thursday night at Tampa, Dak threw for 403 and three touchdowns with one pick, and and Brady slightly out would him because Brady threw for 379, four touchdowns with two picks. So I'm going big and bold on this game tonight. Dak owes, and Dak will pay off his team. I, I just have this gut feeling he's going to throw a big party Over tonight. Over 300 yards. I, I got him at 380. Okay. Well, he threw four hundred three in that opener down there. Yeah, so but
2: I, he threw one thirty three this Okay, right, <laughs> I,
1: okay I, I'm going three eighty. I'm going big, and I'm going three touchdowns, and he will have a pick because he always has a pick. So what you giving Brady? I'm I'm going two eighty because the over under was two seventy five. So I got him barely over his okay. over under bet. Okay. Okay. You got so the props, I got two eighty and two touchdowns and one interception, so three to two in touchdowns because I told you I've got the Cowboys leading 27-10 to 10 going to the fourth quarter so that Brady can't stick it to him because, remember, he's 7-0 and 0 against yeah. Dallas because I think he loves to stick it to America's team. Well, you got Dak thoroughly outplaying I Brady. Thoroughly. I got him by 100 yards, 380 to 280. You heard it here first. Dak wow. has a big game. Ooh, well, I, woo. Hey. He, listen, you put yourself out there, okay? They don't rush the passer at all. No, let him get
2: in rhythm. He he can pick you to pieces. Whoa, 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 whoa! What about running the football? Okay, now you know what happens when you throw it more than you run it. You see, you see, what you're asking for? Now you asking for this? Now you know you got to throw a bunch of times to get to 380 yards.
1: Okay, they can't get to Dak, and so I I think Dallas will have a hard time running the ball because everybody does, and they got Vita Vea back. I don't know how healthy he is, but. If they have anything going on defense, it's hard to establish the run against them. But listen, throwing it, you can throw it all over the lot. I think CD's going to have a big game like 150. I I got it. This is it because they can't rush the passer because there's no Shaq Barrett. There's no JPP. He was coming up big last night for the Ravens. There's no Sue.
2: Hey, There's Cowboy fans, going on and book y'all tickets, skip talking, y'all going to Arizona. You think so? That would be the way you're talking.
1: That would be your worst nightmare. Yeah. We would have to go to Phoenix for the Fox Super Bowl, and you would have to live in Cowboy Nation. That
2: would happen, though. Yeah. I don't even worry about that. I sleep mm. I sleep so good I night. Mean, it's raining. It's raining again in Southern California, ladies and gentlemen. But I slept so good knowing that, ah. Uh, if it don't come to an end this week, it's coming to an end. I don't need to come to an end this week. Next yep. week. Well, you're, you're the one who's stuck on the hot seat because
1: you, you can't win this game because either <laughs> way it goes, you, you lose.
2: Right? Really the only reason I pay, I, I've been with the Cowboys since about week seven to week eight since I realized that they weren't going to be able to catch the Eagles. Mm-hmm. And I felt the best matchup for them was Tampa. Look, Tampa has the best quarterback in that division. So even though all those other teams, uh, uh, New Orleans, Atlanta, and Carolina – so I felt this was the best matchup. But I'm not like I would willing to go lay down a couple of grand. and like, oh, yeah, give me Cowboys mm. plus two and a half. Okay. No, thank you. Well – I Minus picked, two and a half, excuse
1: me. I, I picked the Cowboys before the year started to get to their first NFC Championship game in 27 years. Well, that ain't happening. Okay, and now they have to go through GOAT down there tonight, and then they have to turn around and go through Kyle Shanahan and all those weapons out there in San Francisco mm. to get to the NFC Championship game to play the Giants. Hey, you remember what happened to y'all
2: home. last year? They mauled y'all
1: last year. You know, wouldn't that be something if Dallas did win the next two games and got the Giants at home to
2: get to the ah, Super ah, Bowl? You do that what you want. Woo. That's what you want. Oh, it'd be, uh, you know what happened last time y'all played the Giants at home? Remember? Mm-hmm. In the playoffs? Tony Romo what? threw a pick in the end zone. Oh. And y'all oh, got yeah, beat. Yeah, 13-3. Yeah, y'all yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, okay. had team. Oh, you mean, oh, we're going way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was last time y'all I played mean, the Giants at the playoffs. We right? got Eli. Yeah. That was when Eli was on his way to beat yeah. Brady in the Super
2: Bowl. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I remember. Okay. I remember I remember when I lost my yeah. mind. Okay. I lost my mind that day with Did y'all. Did you? Y'all had like 10, y'all had 10 pro bowlers. I been 12 pro bowlers. Yeah. That that spawned mo oh, it's my quarterback. Oh, That's my that when Tony Romo went to Mexico. Yeah. I got they with him. They had the bye. They had the one seed. So what did you say? You they, what? they went they went to Mexico. <laughs>
1: <laughs> huh?
2: Tony Romo and uh, went with the Mexico.
1: Yeah, Tony went with his Starlet girlfriend, yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah, okay. Guys, I, I see, I'm what? glad
4: you brought up pass rushing because real quick, we do need to congratulate Micah Parsons on the birth of his daughter. Oh, congratulations I know that. to him! Way and to go, his family. Yes, indeed. All right, oh still to come, guys. John Morant is he proving to be the best dunker the NBA Ooh. has seen? Let's talk about it. that when we come back. Don Moran going viral this weekend after putting down this thunderous slam dunk against the Pacers. It's just the latest of several show stopping dunks Jaw has blessed us with. Shannon, pound for pound. Is Jaw the greatest dunker ever?
2: Yeah, I'm gonna say, Skip, when you look at it pound for pound, height for height, you look at a guy probably 6'2, 6'3, might weigh a buck 65, buck 70 tops. Yep. And these are in-game dunk. He's dunking on people. And so, yeah, they're going to be more impressive than, say, a seven footer dunking on somebody, a six nine, six eleven guy. This guy is so thinly built and the elevation. And he ramps, skip, he throws this ball back. (laughs) He cocked, literally, when you say that he cocked it back, he literally cocked it back.
1: In my time (laughs) of, of watching, studying this game that he plays at such a high level, literal high level. I've never seen pound for pound inch in for inch, dunk with such ferocity. Nope. He dunks with such authority. He is in a full-on attack mode, and yeah. he is afraid of yeah. nobody. Yeah. No matter how tall they are, he's going to throw it down. He's
2: looking to posterize everybody. Yeah. It doesn't matter who you no. are. He's trying to get you. Never seen that. Ja
4: is brimming with confidence, that's for sure. Great show, guys. We'll do it again tomorrow morning.